You are listening to the Glass Cannon Network, the premier source for role-playing game entertainment. on the air when we're getting tech checks done and you know making sure everyone's equipment's working the conversation is wide-ranging uh today for example we talked about the vagaries of the publishing industry and we talked about some ancillary traveler materials that skid tried to buy off the internet before i could uh, get to one which i'm <laughs> no, not gonna... no 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 which i successfully bought <laughs> skid successfully bought the last copy of the same <laughs> On the same uh, online retailer that shall go unnamed. Uh, Matthew, don't worry. There's more on the way. Yes, I know. I also placed an order. <laughs> <laughs> um, but there was one topic that I, I thought we could circle back to. Uh, we were talking about, among other, among other things, as we usually do, Battlestar Galactica. And <laughs> we, I pointed out that one of my favorite characters on the show is Doc Cottle, the irascible, mm-hmm. chain-smoking, aging, uh, now only doctor in human left in humanity <laughs> but it got me to thinking who's your favorite fictional doctor other than doc Cottle, who is the obvious answer fictional doctor does not need to be sci-fi doug ross from er on the table <laughs> okay okay of all the fictional doctors in any show you've ever watched does not need to be a medical show either could be any show that just features someone with a medical Let's say medical degree. They could be unlicensed. I don't know. Are there unlicensed doctors? I mean, you mentioned Quincy earlier as well. Uh, Quincy, I mean, another great option. Jack Klugman, got to be way up there. But I think for me, I just it starts and ends with Bones McCoy. I mean, talk, I I, lo- I love the. I chose not to say thing. Bones McCoy because I wasn't going to steal that from you. See, it's uh, just I, like I buying the last <laughs> copy of Agent of the Imperium. It's just you got to get in there quick or else you miss out. So I get to take Bones McCoy, the best doctor of all time. Say a few words about about Dr. McCoy. I just love like he's – well, I mean, part of it is just like the triptych with like him and Spock – you know, the the emotions and the logic in a battle over Kirk's soul, basically. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just such a great dynamic. Like, I love that so much, the, just the way that they bicker. But, uh, yeah, I just love, like, the sort of impatience. Um, and actually, it kind of reminds me of, of Gandalf the Grey a little bit, was just this guy who just has a ton of knowledge and has been around for a long time. And it's very frustrated when it takes people a while to catch up. And I just, I love that sort of character trait. And he's also like DeForest Kelly is a guy whose background was mostly in like Westerns, like as far as like TV. Mm-hmm. So like he's bringing a lot of that sort of, you know, wagon train energy, like into the end of the production. And um, yeah, I just, uh, I, yeah. I, and I just, uh, for the same reason I, you and I love Doc Cottle, just I love an irascible doctor. It's great. <laughs> 
The fun, the other thing I love about Dr. McCoy is like, he's like, a, I'm a, a simple country doctor, you know, but he's also wielding the power of the 23rd century. <laughs> it's yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> I, I always feel like you have to at least acknowledge the Carl Urban one because Carl oh, Urban's he's great. version. He was so, that was such a great McCoy. His, his was, was a phenomenal he's, he's, McCoy too. He's one of those cases where you have an actor who's, you know, take a girl, somebody else did, and he channeled yeah. the character. Without doing uh, an impression. Without doing an impression. Like his yeah. his Bodes McCoy is Bodes McCoy. But yeah. without yeah. being you know, he's just trying to to emulate you know, the previous actor. It's yeah. like, no, he 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 got the character's soul. It was so yeah. good. My favorite uh, part of those new track was is him. Yeah. Oh he's yeah. really great. Hands down. Yeah. What about the rest yeah. of you? This is tough because it isn't where we're like, well, I can't think of a doctor. It's more like, which is your favorite doctor? And then knowing that as soon as you get off the broadcast, you're going to kick yourself for forgetting <laughs> when you love. And then also, I, I don't want to like stick primarily to Star Trek because that's, of course, my brain goes there first for everything. But yeah. I mean, I mean, right off the bat, of course, I'm going to say Robert Ricardo because to me, he was the funniest thing <laughs> to exist. <laughs> I have a very dry sense of humor. And I remember when I started watching Voyager, I was like, oh, this, this dude. Yeah, he gets me. I just thought he was, he was funny and fast and his delivery was good. Yeah. yeah so he good. was, he was by, by, by far my, my favorite, um, yeah. doctor of, of the Star Trek whole series. Yeah. And he I had, know. I love this, uh, his guest turn in which one of the movies was it? Was it first contact? First contact. Yeah. Yeah, with the with the Borg, and it was just like I understand that Borg technology can cause irritations in the skin. <laughs> like he's just trying to buy time. Yeah. It's so fucking. It's so funny. He's, he, and he's great. Also, we, he in a oh, Hail Caesar. I was the movie just Hail say this. Yeah, it's his scene in Hail Caesar is amazing. So good. It's so good. <laughs> uh, yeah, no I mean, he was literally. He's an actor, and they're like, "You're gonna, you're gonna play a hologram," and it it could have gone like really like cheesy, but. <laughs> But he, oh, he no, just did such a good job. He, he became an iconic Star Trek, doing a completely different version of a doctor. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 Totally. So, yeah he just stands yeah. out for me. Great choice. Good choice. Mm. Mm. <laughs> choice. I'm, I'm going to go obscure because I, I, uh, uh, when I was like, I can't use Bones because I'm not taking that from Skid. And uh, so, like, the next thing I wrote down was Krieger from Archer in case I could have come up with a better oh, one. Wow, oh, uh, that's okay. good. That's so the, the Hitler club, uh, yeah. I, and I actually don't remember the character's name. It's David Duchovny in Playing God. Because we have used him as so many cyberpunk games. Um, he, Playing God is a movie? I, Angelina Jolie, like before anybody knew who she was, is in it, and uh, it is uh, he he lost his license due to drug addiction, and it, he gets involved with this criminal gang because he's like in a bar and somebody takes a bullet, and he mm-hmm. creates a pump out of like an old water bottle and a hose from behind the counter, and like this, he's like. You know, he, he like reinflates their lung, and this local crime boss oh. sees him is like. Oh okay. yeah, we can use you. Peter Stormare is yeah. in this movie. Yeah, I did see this movie. I saw this when it came out because it was John such Hawks a huge. John is in this movie. Yeah, I haven't seen yeah. it in twenty years, and we reference this 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 doctor like grabbing like a plastic bottle and like it's like okay, give me a pen. He like totally MacGyver's this. Yeah. Uh, so we've 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 referenced this at gaming for years. As far as wow, like, I don't have really equipment, funny. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> 
Wow, what a callback. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Sydney, who, 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 what doctor would you go to in this fiction, in, in, your, in any fictional universe? Un- unlike going to sci-fi, I immediately thought of comedy, like you said. Mm. Like I, I thought of um, the literal doctor from Arrested Development. Who oh, yeah. is one of the funniest <laughs> oh, yeah, characters? Ian Roberts. Oh, yes. Okay. I told your son's th- going to be all right. Oh, all right. thank God. It's like, I got to say, you're taking this really well. <laughs> what are you saying? It's like, well, he lost his left hand. So from now on, he's so, going to be all, all right. right. He's so going to <laughs> That or like, um, I thought of Scrubs. Like, I loved Scrubs growing up, and I thought yeah. every character was hilarious in that. Like, anytime it's a comedy doctor, I think yeah. it, it's the funniest thing. And I mm-hmm. recently. Like two years ago, uh, saw this movie called Medical Police, which is the same actors and sort of world of um, the show Children's Hospital. If you guys ever seen that comedy. Oh, yeah. It is weird. It is like one of my friends, uh, Jesse Falcon, was a writer on that show. No way. Okay, that show is hilarious. It's a bizarre show. It's like. (laughs) dark comedy these it's all these um doctors who work in like a children's hospital but basically there's this rob cordry's in it yes there's a ton of ton of like names you would recognize in it but they made this mini series show called medical police and it is ridiculous slapstick like they basically are doctors and there is a virus in brazil and it's like killing people it's a pandemic and it, uh, it also aligned with like me being in quarantine and i was like it's fun to laugh about this and like Finally, something that's like not serious, but uh, they become like CIA agents. They become like spies, but they're doctors and they're not good at it. And it's like, (laughs) I think Henry Winkle, so many people are in it. They like pop up and you're like, what the? And then they like die. They get like shot in the head. (laughs) And it's just like ridiculous comedy. But I think anytime that there is a comedic fumbling, bumbling doctor who also knows what they're doing and can save a life, it's great. I love it. Mm-hmm. Awesome. combination of knowledge yeah. and like like comedy yeah like, I, is it physical comedy is it like physical comedy or physical but also like the literal doctor like the puns are great just like a doctor has no mm-hmm. bedside manner you know like yeah. house, house another i think house is almost a comedy like the man is ridiculous he has no bedside yeah. manner he's terrible with people but he's an amazing doctor um, i mean his his uh yeah hugh laurie's background is, is comedy for sure so yeah i mean one of the great comic actors, sketch actors. Yeah. I think if I if my character were to die, uh, I would come back as a fumbling, bumbling doctor. Hey, we could do that if you want. We'll Matthew, find a way. We'll find a way to work it in. Are you threatening me? Is that a career? <laughs> you a career like so, choice? Yeah. Look, I'm, so so season three, we know where, where she's. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> season three, where we'll start on a medical ship. There we go. <laughs> oh, we all play we're, doctors. We well, we all attempt to play doctors, but we all get we, booted out like yeah. our first term. <laughs> yeah, that would Med be great. If we, we all try to play doctors, and we all know each other because we like went to school together. But then obviously, everyone had horrible, terrible life events that took us in different directions. Except for the oh one. God, of you, I, I feel like I feel like both terrible. seasons now. One of you has rolled extraordinarily well. Yeah. <laughs> Well, it was, you, it was you this season. And yeah. Skid has also rolled extremely well. Really? Yeah, Skid is like a... Well, he mo- couldn't get promoted. You got your... I never got promoted, but I mean, as far as like my uh, my stats and my abilities and stuff, I got I really lucky. You're very strong. I just never, I just never got promoted. I never yeah. got the mustering out yeah, benefits. Yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. Yeah, definitely if I compare it to previous seasons, I've done better. 
I would say, I would say Alicia has had the most interesting character. Well, that's always true. Always she always has the most interesting life path. Yeah. Her, her character is always I, I, I actually credit that as Alicia's creativity of interpreting uh, of course, the, the yeah. chaos of her dice rolls is yeah. turned into these amazing stories. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, she starts off at, at a, a place that most of us wouldn't think of, and then the twists and turns are ones that we would be incapable of negotiating ourselves. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So she leans into the difficulty of poor dice rolls. She does. <laughs> um, All the inherent difficulties of being a carnival policeman. <laughs> God, that was the best. Oh my god. Oh. <laughs> um, if you haven't, I, I, we haven't released it, but Alicia's performance in our Marvel multiverse role playing oh. game at, at San Diego Comic Con also was just. It was great. It was so it was much fun. Mess. It was so great. It's and it's lost. Mess. It's lost to I, time. L- Matthew saved me because the Wi-Fi hated me. Wi-Fi always hates me, but the San Diego Comic-Con Wi-Fi especially hated me. So Matthew saved me. Well, it's okay because I my mic just wouldn't turn on. It's just like <laughs> we, te- we as sound check, it was fine. And then the show started and I hadn't, and it just like wouldn't work. And the, the sound tech at the back was just like, I don't know. <laughs> the first 45 minutes, I was just like shouting into the audience. And really, yeah, it was a good time. Um, it was a great show. Trust us. It was a fun show. <laughs> really good show. Um, well, speaking of great shows and trusting us, Ooh. last week, <laughs> last episode, um, you declared a truce of sorts with the crew of one of these uh, newly downed ships, a freighter carrying synthetic polymers over the island's crossing. Uh, a ship you discovered was actually a well-loved far trader called the Kate's Gambit was for those of you joining us for the second season only which is a little weird but welcome um that was the ship from the first season so there was a thread connecting um so the kate's current crew 20 years earlier uh it was a human captain named allison fenrazi uh the engineer was a haughty ex-imperial navy fellow named bertram samuels yeah who uh maybe uh butted heads a little bit with uh willa dean (laughs) Butted heads. That guy's a jerk. Yeah, that guy was just being a dick. He was like, I, multiple other party members had to go up to him and be like, why are you being so mean? Why are <laughs> why you being are you so mean? Doing this? Yeah. Why are you doing this? Why? Why? Uh, well, then there was the injured the, uh, the injured pilot, Denny Cooper, a uh, mm-hmm. man with a fondness for the ancient Terran style known as cowboy boots. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they, after your truce, they joined you uh, and trekked back up the valley because Denny was in need of medical assistance and you wanted to take a survey of what you may be able to scavenge from the wreck of the Warbler in hopes that you might be able to use them as spare parts to repair the comparatively less damaged Kate. Um, and you were beset, however, by a flock of Valrocks, a frighteningly large bird of prey slash reptile creature. But... Um, because uh, you're all incredibly uh, strong combatants, apparently, you were able to pick most of them off. And the only one that came anywhere near to doing any real damage to any of you got its head caved in by Pug's bare hands. So, yeah. Uh, that was, it sounded threatening for a minute. Uh, but then, however, the victory was short-lived because when you made it back to your settlement, you discovered that Marley and Trey had been bound and tied to the hull of the Warbler and this tall, slender man in white armor held Plurn in front of him like a Varger shield with a gun to her head. 
And that is where we will pick up. So right now, yeah, so Marley, Trey, tied up, gagged, uh, kind of tied to the wreck of the ship. And this figure in this, in this armor that would have been pristine had it not been for, you know, a crash landing on a, on a ship. Uh, is just, He's looking up at you, and Plurin is just growling. And uh, the man, uh, the opaque visor, the bug eyes on his visor retract. And you see an olive-complected man in his mid to late 20s, uh, maybe late 20s, um, short, neat goatee, a mustache beneath an aquiline nose and pale blue eyes. He says, hello there. I wondered when you would all return. Please drop your weapons. And he looks at Puggy and goes, even you, my large friend. No doubt you could eviscerate me, but not before I got a shot off on this one, then. Uh... Yeah. So, th- do we recognize this person as a as a Jodani? Yeah, you you identified the glimpse of armor you got during the firefight uh, as Jodani. So, yes, you would pro- at this point you would recognize this as Jodani armor. Uh, it's officer's battle dr- officer's battle armor. So we would have reason to believe that this person is a scion and could just enter our heads at any minute and mess if, with us that way, if not already. If not already. Yeah, and actually, Arthur, you get a tingly sensation. One you haven't experienced in some time of someone trying to read your thoughts. But of course, as a trained psionic, you're shielded from that. And so the Jodani man reaches up with his Get out of my mind. (laughs) (laughs) He just takes a gloved forefinger. He's like, he just reaches up and just taps his temple and smiles. Oh, no. Uh... Okay, what a Willa- lovely surprise this is. Hello there. <sighs> hate this guy. Willadeen um, takes her ga- Gauss rifle and holds it out to the side. Uh, and she says, Hello. <laughs> I see you found our ship. I see you found our shipmates. And she's like slowly putting her gun down with her other hand up. My name is Captain Willadeen Faye Moxley. And we're not here to fight you. In fact, we were looking for you. Seems we might might have got a shot off at you earlier. Why don't you tell us your name? Oh, Captain Moxley. My name is Evir Klojaniper. Um, give me an education check. Any Sorry, I just had to write down that phonetic spelling of that name. Sure, that's <laughs> correct. Uh, I'll, I'll spell for you. K-L-O-Z-H-A-N. Hold, apostrophe. Start over. Start over. <laughs> <laughs> okay, like, hold on a second. E-V-I-R. Thrilling audio. Uh, his last name is Klojan Eper. K-L-O-Z-H-A-N. Apostrophe I-E-P-R. Yep. Nailed it the first time. Got it. Avir. <laughs> Avir. 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 <laughs> Sorry, you said um, intellect? Uh, education. Education. Can I use... Hmm, I got a zero in education. Can I use anything? Oh, Do I have it? Oh, my jack-of-all-trades. Could I add that to... Um, well, no, because you're not taking a penalty on this. Oh, okay. um, I mean, you could... It's. It would be. You're trying to understand the Jordani naming conventions, is what. Oh, uh, okay. Call. So, do, if you have anything that could apply to that, sure. Uh, absolutely not. Eleven. <laughs> Eleven. Oh. Uh, and nine. I got a nine to, as well. Swan. Uh oh! I can help. Well, that's true. I have a pretty good education, so I should be able to help. You're well educated. I have a, I have a plus two in education. Oh yeah! There you go. Give us a roll. Yeah. Right. 
Eight. Alright, Arthur. You were the only one. Maybe because, maybe perhaps because of your own psionic ability, you know a little bit about the Jordani. Maybe they teach you at the Institute what to look out for, you know, ways to defend against. I don't know. Um, but you read the suffix on his name, the, the I-E-P-R after the apostrophe, uh, marks him as an intendant in the Jordani caste system. So uh, I, we touched on this a little bit last week, but the uh, intendants are the kind of middle class of the Jordani culture. Um, they are, they're often ass- they're assigned a noble to kind of work for, uh, and even in the military, and those are highly sought after positions. Um, intendants are, and nobles are the only members of the Jordani uh, consulate population that are trained in psionics. Um, and intendants are, it's, ambition is a fundamental part of their life. Um, it's possible for an intendant to be elevated to a noble, so they can either you know, do that through a prestigious assignment, or they have this thing called the psionic games. I mean, you rolled very well, so I'm giving you this. They have the psionic games, uh, where you intendants compete with psionic powers, and the winner just receives a noble, noble title. They just become a member of the nobility. Um, but this this guy wow. is, is just an intendant. Okay. Um, Oh, some uh, a real a little interesting tidbit about Jodani's as well. I think they have a lower average tech level than like the Empire does too, or a lower ceiling anyway. Like I think that their highest tech level in the Jodani consulate is fourteen, whereas I think it's fifteen or even sixteen. I think in some places in the Imperium. So there's sort of a it's a balance thing between like they have their yeah. psionics, but the tech isn't quite as good. So huh. they can they can teleport. Um, with their minds. I'm gonna, I, I'm, I'm gonna tell them that uh, you, you clearly can read everyone's intention. You know that we, uh, you know our situation. You know that you know where we are, and you know that whatever advantage you have right now is very temporary. So this isn't. This isn't going to be a long-term advantage you have at the moment. So what do you propose we do, Arthur? <laughs> oh, I, I propose <laughs> you let her go. And if you have any intention of ever surviving or making it off this world, you put away your weapon. I suggest, I will acquiesce to your terms, but I suggest we all put away our weapons. Your, your, your point is correct. My advantage will soon fade if this one is to go. But I do not intend to be vaporized on the spot. What with, well, an, with, what with a captain of the Imperial Navy here? We're not in the Imperium. We're not in the consulate either. And? I don't mean you any harm if uh, you can tell Melodine's just pointing to her head back and forth our intention is to help this crew someone is injured and we don't want any more injuries or casualties if you hurt her there is no coming back Swan's going to step forward and say, if I am not mistaken here, you're the ones who have crash-landed on our planet. This is our homestead. These are our people. And these are our weapons. 
What do you need? Is there something we can help you with? Otherwise, I suggest, like the captain has said, you go on your way. And you see, he, when you say our planet, he just kind of sneers. He goes, the, the, you say we're not in the Imperium, and yet your Imperium biases flow through your woods, your planet. Since when did this belong to you? We've been here. here. We've been here. We've been Look, here. That's our farm. We, we planted those crops. Do you Welcome have a flag? to Cascadia. That's what I'm calling it. <laughs> Cascadia. Oh. <laughs> and then Willie D. turns to Oh, we have turnips. That. And potatoes. Yeah, that we're is actually quite not. I, we haven't come up with a name yet, and that I'm kind of taking a liking to. That's pretty good. I think it's good. a pretty cool name. That's pretty good. It's yeah, not bad. It's good. <laughs> Even if you're Ken, has to admit, it's not bad. <laughs> it's not bad. Yeah. Arthur, who's trying to look very confident, because this, this Joe has no idea how crappy of a psyot I am. I was like, mm-hmm. oh no. <laughs> All right, let's set up a tasking. A crappy all... <laughs> A crappy science. I'll, I'll never not find that funny. This guy will mop the floor with me. It's like... <laughs> <laughs> for a psychic like... duel. It's like, like Professor X versus like, Yuri Geller. Remember my thing from what to Yeah. <laughs> it's like I took karate for six months and I and I go to the the the, the, the what the kubate the blood sport thing like. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, he's doing it again. <laughs> All right, let's set up a task chain. I think it's going to end with a persuade roll. So whoever wants to do the final roll, it will be persuade. But you can all make a case for whatever skill you want to use to enable this negotiation. It felt like you were doing Persuade or Diplomat. Sydney, yeah. That feels right to me as well. Um, yeah. Um, could I do... I have Jack of All Trades, because I don't have technically Persuade or Diplomat. Could I do my leadership? Sure. I'll, yeah, I'll let you, uh, it's not technically what that's for, but I'll, like I'll, it seemed you were trying to kind of like like keep keep everything everybody cool like we're gonna we'll talk yeah you can go leadership okay anyone um, have tactics yeah tactic I do have uh, I have naval tactics I don't hmm. leadership tactics at I think level zero leadership work just as far as like keeping us on the same page yeah what we're I think doing I think it makes sense yeah, yeah. I'm trying to group Even everybody if it affect and, them yeah mm-hmm. all right, all right so safe. Sid you can go first and you'll roll your tact you'll roll leadership and then who wants to roll the final. Diplomat. It felt like Arthur. It felt like you were doing that kind of. I have I have persuade one and diplomat one. They had leadership, so I can I can be any of them. Though my soch sucks. Uh, so if it's if I stuff anything other than soch, great. But if it's soch, it sucks. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I you could I maybe you roll educate use education to you, like your your knowledge I, of Jordani oh, yeah. whatever you've yeah. acquired at, oh, yeah. the, at the institute yeah like, kind of knock I, them I, off I, guard I could, with your insider knowledge I, I could do that but my soch is I might stop in the middle of this and just start rubbing my butthole across the carpet sort of <laughs> start <bad>. scooting so <laughs> <laughs> I mean you have been living in the wilderness all this time you need to find some way to take them just what we do that's <laughs> just he, he does this. We think he has um, pinworm. <laughs> no, it's an intimidation tactic. Let him do it. Yeah. It freaks everybody out. Let him do He's it. He's just expressing himself and his glands. He's expressing his glands. <laughs> I'm to say that. 
All right, we'll let you roll either diplomat or persuade at the end. Uh, Pug, what do you want to roll? I would love to do just make to use my physical presence to just kind of intimidate this guy and use a strength check. All right, to flex basically. I'm gonna flex. I'm gonna get flex. Yeah, I'm gonna like raise myself up. Yeah, it's just like yeah, these guns stay attached and they're loaded. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna like because I, I think I'm he's normally like pretty like hunched over, like his spine is like a natural bend with his like armadillo kind of traits, but he like lifts himself up to his full like nine foot height, and uh, he's gonna yeah just try to like. All right, so hold hold that thought, and then Alicia, okay. what are you gonna roll? I think I'm going, and this is, might be a little you know radical, but I think Swan's gonna roll language because remember I said she's language background and from her travels and stuff with her parents and her father being a professor, and the um, Zodani spoken language is something called Zedetal or something like that. It's their spoken language, and so I'm gonna basically, um, I guess, switch to speaking their spoken language. Okay, so and you're, what relate you said. to them like on that level. I mean, I don't know if you're going to make me roll to see if I say like something wrong or <laughs> right, which is kind of messed up. Yes, I am. Well, no, it, it, yeah, of course. It, 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 it does give like a little bit more like, I know so much about you. I actually know the proper way to roll my R's and you know, sort of thing. I don't, I'm not so doing the like standardized that. American thing of just yelling English louder, expecting yeah. it. Yeah. Um, but I think it's perfect for something like a, a segment of a task chain. Yep. It's not yeah. like not maybe not the only attempt that yeah. you would do, but it's perfect for something. It's like to help kind of help the whole process is using their language like that. I would think. So let's yeah. start. Let's go. Uh, let's go with Sydney for leadership. Then go to or say we'll go Willadine for leadership. Then go to Swan for language, and then we'll let Pug flex and then bring it home with Arthur's persuade or diplomat. Okay. Um, Leadership could be social. Sure. Yeah. So I rolled a nine, 10, 11, plus my two leadership, plus my one social. So 12 total. Okay. So that is a success. So uh, Alicia, you get a plus two to your roll. Yes. Plus, uh, yeah. And then I have language plus one. Uh, You you probably don't have this language. Do you have this language or, or do you just have, you have other languages, right? Yes. You oh, like you mean oh, yeah, Soleimani and Villani. But I was hoping to just basically, I mean, because I have a high, pretty high education, I was hoping to use just the fact that she's good at language. Or do I have to pick a specific language I'm good at? So you ha- anything above level, anything level one or above in that skill, you'd have to pick a specific language, but you could roll it at level zero and add your education modifier. Oh, okay, I'll do that. Oh, good, 10. <laughs> 10, okay, that is a success. Uh, so, Skid, you get a plus two to your roll. Or was that, did oh. you count the plus two, Alicia? Pardon? Did you count the plus two? Oh, no. Okay, so then make it 12. <laughs> uh, still, still yeah. effect wise, that's still a success. Okay, so, yeah. Skid, you get a plus two to this as well. Okay. Uh, 14. Wow. 14. Okay. Um, all right, Seth, it all comes down to you. Plus two. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to do, uh, I'm going to say diplomat Great. here. Uh, and you said I can use education? Sure. Okay, so I, that gives me a plus two, plus that plus two, so plus four. <clears throat> uh, nine with the plus okay. four. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. It could have okay. been worse. Too bad. Uh. 
That is a marginal failure. So no marginal failure. Yeah. So like I probably articulated all well. It just kind of ended with. Dick. <laughs> yeah, you were doing so well that you just called him a dick at the end, and it was like, <laughs> I don't think he liked that. I don't think he was supposed to. I don't think he, uh, I don't think he found it as funny as we do. We're all nodding. We're all nodding to each other all the time, and it's just—it's really funny. It's like an inside joke with us, but for him, it's yeah. mean. Right. We've only talked to each other for the last why you're insulting me. four years. He doesn't know us. Right. <laughs> he doesn't know us. I know you better than you think, and I... That's oh, why right. I ah, he read my thought! He read my thought! <laughs> and so you deliver that rousing speech, and and Avir just kind of looks at you and says, What you are not considering is that this wreck is of no use to getting any of us off this rock. The only hope you have is of my ship. And my ship is tied to my heartbeat. What? Wait, do we know? Th- is that a thing we would know? Yeah, is that... Oh. That only he can activate the ship while alive? Like, is that something we would understand when he says that? Uh, I think... what well, he And if you would gather it's essentially like the ship's core is on a dead man's switch. So if you kill him... Yeah. So... And he he holds up he kind of holds up his wrist and he has a personal like a, a personal computer built into his armor. The my ship split apart upon upon entry. However, the engine section is where the power is clearly is still producing a signal, and he has a readout that's like he has he has some signal from the rear from the the power in his ship. I do you, not you know, know what you, what you need, but this certainly will not produce it. Your only hope is through me. It's like well, how do we the know that you would be Sozani willing to anything ever? We've got a dead man switch on our ship. Yeah, that's that <laughs> it's checks very, out. very Sozani. <laughs> it sounds it sounds like something a dick would do. I do not know why you keep insulting me. <laughs> no, you don't understand. Wait, when we've been here for eight years, and when we say dick, it's sort of like um, like a like a term of endearment. Ah, so you, how would you use it? Like, uh, I would, uh, Pug, if Pug made a delicious dinner, I might be like, you dick, and I would give him a good sock, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, this I got a, one. I have so many socks now. That could, is also confusing. I would give him a punch, a good sock is like a punch, not a physical item oh, of right. clothing. Oh, my God, right. this is going terribly. This is do what you, your materials <laughs> do with each other. Do you so, understand? He still, he still has plurin at gunpoint. Yeah. No, no, no. Uh, we're getting off topic. Swan, sorry. You were saying something. I didn't mean to interrupt you. Oh, no, I wasn't. I honestly am just sort of observing. And, um, yeah, Swan is just observing him to see if, if this if this guy actually means to help us in the end by bringing up his ship and the fact that we could possibly get off this place with him. That's the first thing that made her go. <gasps> or if he's just sort of stringing us along and he plans on killing us anyway. Yeah, I think... Willadine, will, after Arthur <laughs> makes his persuading point, I think Willadine says, um, I understand your relationship as a people to the Imperium, but we are far outside the realm of the Imperium. We are on a planet. We don't know where we are. We landed here accidentally with a jump failure. We have been here. We have survived. And we would like to get off this planet, as I'm sure you would, too. Now, I have a feeling you wouldn't come here 
and hold someone at gunpoint unless you needed something from us. So you say you have a way off. You say we are in need of you. You are our salvation. That may very well be true. You see our ship? That's not going to get us off of here. So what do you need? Let's be brutally honest with one another, shall we? Let's be brutally honest. If I were to execute your friend and just, and murder all of you right now, my co- the consulate would give me a medal, perhaps a title. What? We do not need each other. You need me. So please, your weapons to the ground, and then we will talk about how to get off this planet. Guy hasn't figured out that he's out in the middle of nowhere yet. I, yeah, something, why does he need us? If the thing, we don't know. You can read everyone's mind, and it hasn't occurred to you that the consulate has no idea where you are or how to reach you at, really. What, are you going to mail in an envelope to receive your medal? Good fucking luck. (laughs) (laughs) This is the entire, the, the entirety of your population. The people that are in this valley right now. You don't know that. We don't know no, that. You've never been in the forest. You're going to try to, to live here just alone? No, I would take you're your gonna, ship. You're, oh. Are you going to do all the repairs by yourself? That's 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 an interesting idea. I've already um, put I've already you, put my weapon gonna, down. You're going to one-man lift all the jump coils? That's, that's an interesting idea. Just all by yourself. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, put, I put my gun down, too. I don't even need it. I'm like... <laughs> yeah, Ready true. to go. Ready to throw it out. Can't take his can't take his arms off. Yeah. The, the point you make, Seth, about him is he going to do all the repairs? Is he, he he kind of doesn't react to that, and he is like, "How about we all lower our weapons?" I've already put mine on the floor. I see yours is still raised. And he lowers it and he and he steps back from Flern. There you go. Run to your not boyfriend. He says to play. Come girl. <laughs> Come on, girl. I whistle. Okay. <laughs> I won't uh, even give dog jokes to her. <laughs> She's scary. So insulting. I know. I guess. It's so hard to not do it. One of the other things we talked about beforehand is with Barger. Seth was saying that you always are like, all right, no, no dog jokes. We're just going to play it seriously, like, and inevitably. <laughs> I, I last 30 jokes. seconds after giving that don't do dog jokes we're gonna do this serious <laughs> <laughs> alright so Plurin who's pissed off goes yeah. like Rose comes over to your side <clears throat> and Ivir puts it like puts he uh, deactivates his weapon and puts it on the ground now we can I talk ru- like civilized people yes I rush him <laughs> no <laughs> you rush him and crush his head yeah, and in the like- far distance you hear an explosion Right. <laughs> like, oh, oh no, I it's, forgot. It's heartbeat, not conscious. <laughs> right. We could you could kill him and then like manually palpate his heart. Yeah, just keep oh. doing compressions <laughs> until we get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Willadine also says, I would like to untie our other two crew members. And he uh he nods his assent. And Willadine goes around and starts untying Marley Cap- and Trey. Captain Fenrazi says for like, hang on, hang on, hang on. I have not... You, what is this talk about using my ship to get off this planet? And then Bert, Bert uh, leans over and he's he's like side-talking to her. He's like whispering, 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 whispering. She goes, 
How do we know any of, any of the equipment on your ship is still in any way salvageable? I think there are lightning adapters running USB-C. It's just, it's just doesn't right. Work. You have the correct dongles. <laughs> <laughs> I threw away my junk drawer of cords. <laughs> this is something else we talked about. <laughs> God, the, the pre-show, the pre-show banter is it always comes around. in some ways far superior to the actual show. Coming together. Um, this is your ship needs a power plant. Yes. Yes. I think yeah, so. Swan yeah. just sort of looks around at the others. Do we need a power plant? <laughs> I think so. You know that. Who knows that? Trey? Yeah, and who's the engineer? Bert is oh, the engineer no. of the Kate. On, on their ship. They're talking about the Kate's Gambit. Oh, yeah. the oh, oh, okay. Yeah, you're not going to be able to fly the Warbler off this planet. Yeah, no. I thought he was talking about our ship, and I was like, it's fucking I, in the ground. <laughs> like, I have yeah. a really good windmill. We could power the ship through my little turbine that I it's, made out of broken gold <laughs> plates. Arthur, yeah. Arthur. I know There's you're proud. Space, right? You're really proud of your windmill, but I'm, I'm telling you, it's not gonna. It's not gonna help. <laughs> you're really pushing the, the windmill, windmill inside the ship, and we blow on it. I and don't. It no. I just don't think. Really we've been here a while, windmill. huh? Been here a while. <laughs> and and Vera, what? I do not know if your if your ship will accept parts from the Jordani ship, but clearly, our ship still has power, and you need power. Yes. I can... And I know that historically, um, you know, our people, your people really don't like anyone else whatsoever. But whatever we could possibly do to make it where you would feel perhaps comfortable working with us to help us all get off this planet safely, um, you would be open to that. I can guide us. I can guide us to my ship. I can navigate us. I do not know the terrain. I and I cannot clearly cannot trans- transport the equipment on my own. So I shall require assistance. And then you- once we get to your ship after helping you, how many can your ship hold? Do you have other crew members? My ship is in pieces. It, it will not be flown off this planet. However, my lady, uh, I still detect, I have not been able to contact her, but I still detect a heartbeat from her. Your, sorry, your lady? My lady. The captain of my ship. Like your girlfriend or my lady? Is it your, like your old lady? Of of course not. No, 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 no. She is. It's kind of a demeaning thing to call your wife. I thought I you called it. me my lady, and I was like, I'm no I, I, lady. I was like, oh, that's so yeah. sweet. You disrespect <laughs> a member of the aristocracy of the Jordani Consulate such uh, fla- in a, such a flagrant manner. Ooh, again, you love her. Sounds like you love her. Again, pug, pug, pug. We have been here for eight years. This is an inside joke. Yeah, we <laughs> this do this is a all different inside joke. We've been planning this. <laughs> if anyone ever showed up, we would make these sort of jokes. Yeah. Also, Swan is a very talented author so we've been doing a lot of storytelling a lot of yes. story time do you know are you familiar swan are you familiar at all i Remember can't that? say i am surprising honestly danny danny pops up he's like her book is real great extremely well known it's really so, good. It's just like, it gives you a great philosophy a way to get get through the world without you know without you know letting adversity set you back so much so if we were to 
use your power plant, what assurance do we have that you wouldn't just murder us or abandon us here? Well, I am, as I said before, if I were to, if I were, and you've to already decree, fired at us. You've taken us hostage. Well, I'm sorry. Uh, someone in an, imper- an Imperial Navy captain's uniform was tramping was 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 traipsing through the forest. What was I supposed to uh, supposed to think? So you you couldn't read our minds and tell us say what the situation we were in. I have since, perhaps. Are we at war? Shoot before looking, that's that's comforting. Are are we at war? By the way, I I don't. We've been away for a while. Are we actually at war? <laughs> we're, we're not up on the news. <laughs> yeah, we're, we haven't got a lot of news here lately. We are not in. We are not at war. Relations are never perhaps. Uh, un- have never unthawed since the last no. war, though. No, for sure. But okay, just making sure that we shouldn't. Did we establish how they got here? By the way, did yeah, they crash I was about too, to or was he ask? Or, or, yeah, or did you want to visiting Swan? Yeah, you, you that can is ask. a good question. Yeah, you ask. I, I was I literally about to ask that. You ask it. <laughs> Synergy. Yeah, so Swan asks like just randomly out of nowhere because she's ADHD. It's like, um, <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, could you like, what, what exactly are you doing here? Not that we have a problem with it, especially since you have a working ship. But were you? planet hopping do you know do you know where we are right now or did you crash as well we misjumped did not make any sense the calculations were correct I did them myself I have checked them I checked them upon landing does not does not stand to reason why we are why we are here but we are on a routine scouting mission and we we, something happened something happened how did you arrive here you know it's funny this is uh, starting to become a concerning pattern. We also misjumped. We were on a, a a ship that was transporting us from a station, and uh, ah yes, you are the Pultec Imperial Navy liaison officer, I suppose. How that did is, you know? That is correct. Uh. The, uh, this crew as well for uh, Captain uh, Cooper. Captain Cooper? Fenrazi. Fenrazi. I keep mixing them up. Captain Fenrazi. Uh, they also appear to have a misjump. And our calculations were correct as well, she chimes in. As were ours. Does anybody have astrogation? Yeah. I actually don't because- know. Because... <laughs> 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 well, certainly a, a I confident a answer. <laughs> I do. You do have it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Because I was thinking if we could take, and if someone has computer, I don't know, does anyone have computers as well? Yeah. I don't know. Um, yeah. <laughs> Wait, because compu- was, computers under science or? Uh, electronics. Electronic. Electronics. Yeah. I have one. I've won in Oh, okay, great. <laughs> I was just thinking, like, if we could take yeah. the data from each of our three ships and compare, we might get an idea of why we all ended up here. Yeah. Is our data oh. core, like, available on our ship, or was that destroyed? Your your ship has no power. Like, you, oh, right. Like, but so, is the... Could but we is the, if it were powered, would we be able to retrieve any... You might be able to... Yeah, you might be able to get, like, basically, like, plug in a hard drive and... Get so the tablets! <laughs> Get the hard drives. Get the hard drives. Um, 
yes, you definitely could. Pro- you could definitely do that. Probably not your most pressing concern right now because you got to get right now. The Kate's Gambit is in decent shape. It's got some damage. It will need to you need some hull repair and all that. All you know, it crash landed on a ship. However, however gently, uh, landed on a planet. However gently, uh, but your your first order of business is going to be to get this power plant and somehow hook it up to the Kate's Gambit and power yeah. that power that ship. Well, also, we need to get Denny Cooper to Marley because Denny's leg is messed up. And oh, yeah. he has a makeshift splint. We needed we, That was the whole point. Oh, we needed right. Marley to look at his leg. I forgot. Marley right. is also tied up. And you, you untied him. I untied him. I untied him. Oh, you untied him. Okay. Our, our janitor, who is also a horse wrangler, expert doctor, just... Right. We can never remember his name. Marley. <laughs> Marley, are you Marley. okay? Are, yes. are you okay? He's, he's petting his cayenne. Oh, sorry. We'll never leave you again. No, you. D- oh, you're talking to oh, the cayenne. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm good. Thanks. Uh, I let my cayenne go back with the rest uh, to to water. I forgot my. What did I name my cayenne? God damn it! I don't know. I named it something good. I'm sure. Pepper. Was it pepper? It's Denise. I just said it's my note. Pepper. My note says oh, I gained a cayenne. Her name is nothing. Uh, I'm going to write in Pepper. I think that's a, that's a great name, actually, Seth. Oh, Thank I thought you. it was Trigger. It was Trigger, right? Oh, it was Trigger. Fuck. Yeah. Pepper oh, was such a better God. name. Yeah, Pepper. <laughs> Cayenne Pepper. Ah, why did I think of that? Anyway. Oh, that's cute. So cute. Um, all right, so I tell Marley that uh, Denny Cooper's leg is messed up to have a look at it, and then we need to gather ourselves up. Oh, okay. Oh, hi there. And he uh, he sets about. He looks at it, takes. He's like, mind if I? Uh, I don't want to cut your pants if you're your favorite pants or something. He's like, just he's like, just cut them, man. It's fine. It's fine. I got another pair. Uh, and Matthew, so Mar- can you actually play out this whole scene where you play both yeah, characters? And I'll go through all of them. <laughs> oh, looks like we got some. Contu- looks like we got some contusions here. Ah, contusions. <laughs> uh, um, <yeah. laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So d- uh, Marley is going to set about doing long some medical care on uh, Denny. Um, Captain Fenrazi is like, I want one of my people to go with you. Uh, I'm gonna, st- I'll stay here with Denny. Take, hey Bert, you're going with, you're going with the party. Like, Why? And it, she's like, because I said so. And he, he's very, he's, he's kind of <laughs> upset, but he's not, he's, he, he's not gonna complain too much about it. And he's like, he, he walks over to you and he goes, all right, now tell me, how are you going to get me killed this time? Who are you talking to? You. Well, you're not looking. You're not looking at me. I would appreciate if you made eye contact if you were speaking I, with me. I actually am. It's just the weirdness of the Zoom call. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was actually just covering up for the fact that I wasn't sure if you were talking to me or not. <laughs> I'm glad we can understand the situation. Um, <laughs> the situation. Bert, Bert, Birch. Can I call you Birch? No. <laughs> Can I call B. you Bert? <laughs> B, Big B. Can I call you that? Also not good. Mm. Do you go by nicknames? You're not a fun guy, I can tell. My friends call me Bert. Bert? You may call me Bertram. Bert it we, is. We can't call you Birch. Uh, Birches feel so close. Um, Bertram, can I pull you aside for a sec? He looks around of course, you know, we have an enemy combatant among amongst us who just threatened to kill us all. But you're sure, yes, let's 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 have a chat. <clears throat> she pulls him over. 
I need you to drop the bullshit between the two of us. We now have a completely different situation than just... (sighs) You're a smart guy. Thank you. You understand naval tactics. You were in the Marine. I understand that you are no longer, and honestly, neither am I. I don't... I don't owe them anything at this point. But I need you to work with me. And I want your insight on the situation and how to go about it. You have a crew, I have a crew. We both want to protect our people. Is that a deal? Can we agree on that and move forward? And he uh, kind of nods. He says, It is in my interest to work with you. Yes, of course. Yes, of course. I'll do whatever I can to get us off this planet. But one minute, Captain. You may you say you have no that you owe nothing to the navy anymore, but how do you think the Imperial Navy would feel to find out that you've been consorting with a member of the Shodani Consulate military? I have nothing against the Shodani people. They'd hang you. But to put it plainly, well, way I see it is. How do you how do you expect to how am I how do you expect us to explain when we arrive back at civilization? All right, do me a we favor. Have do me parts in my ship, Bertram. Do me a favor. Turn around. You see that big mountain? Yes. I climbed that. Do you know how I climbed that? No need to brag. <laughs> <laughs> I did it alone too. It was pretty sick. Kind of had a spiritual awakening at the top. Lived alone for six years. Anyway, she has a far off look in her eye. Anyway, the way I climbed it was I started at the bottom and I took it step by step. So sure, if we get off this unknown planet, I will have to deal with the repercussions of my actions. But right now, my actions will save my crew. And that is my first order of business. Understood? Yes, sir. Thank you. I'm going to call you Bert. It's kind of a fun name, and I think we're there now. And she puts her hand out. <laughs> he, like, very, very reluctantly shakes it. <laughs> she grips it. She grips it really hard. <laughs> um, okay. So, all right. So it's going to be the four of you, Bert and Avir, are going to venture out. So um, you have... Real fast, Matthew, I have, I have a couple questions. He wants to kiss his so- girlfriend. <laughs> oh. We're not... I'm a girlfriend. So, among the stuff that that Arthur has, with some reason given when he left the Scion Institute, is I have this this auto injector that has uh, two doses of side drug that boosts your side within one dose of inhibitor, uh, which I guess like you know, oh. like, like in case well one. If I can drop my side to zero temporarily, I avoid side detectors. But Arthur's also always suspected that they probably had a remote for it in case, like, I went rogue. They're like, boom, your scions are gone. Like, like it was any good. I want to know if there is any way I can get that dose out of my auto-injector and into a syringe. And I can't ask anyone for help because I don't want them to know what I'm doing because then the scions will know what I'm doing. I also would like to have my secret silenced body pistol that for some reason they gave me without training me how to use. 
Uh, <laughs> it was a graduation present. Yeah, they, everybody well, got one. <laughs> have you have you all used your collaborate uh, your your um? Remember we we have the alternate. Oh, our this, connections. This, this, uh, your connections where we have the Skorkowski variant where you can use use that to gain your, gain a skill through a shared connection in your past. Uh, yeah, we spent twelve years together. There's we yeah, we not, haven't really no, done that at all. I don't all, think so. anyone has actually used theirs. I, oh my god! I used one to gift myself a base lighted melee. Because I had no comment. Oh, that's right. No, you didn't do that. <laughs> I was like, Pug taught me how to box. Um, well, why don't you... So, I, could, I could also have just, like, taught you... Uh, it's only... Uh, you slug. can only use it once per relationship. Oh, once per... Okay, right. How? So, like, I I've like got... Like, Will could have shot... Could have taught you how to shot. Yeah, anybody would Taught you how to shot. I, I speak the English language. <laughs> have taught so, you like, how to I've, shoot. I've got medic, so I don't know if that would help me. I don't know, like, try to, like get a syringe into the fill port and draw that out. I just want to have a syringe of this stuff so I could jab him. Okay. I mean, sure. Let's try it. Because, uh, you know, you could always roll a fa- you could always roll an exceptional failure and then what would happen? Um, right. I'll, I'll do Sonics for a day and yeah. he'll finally pick up my thoughts which is, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be pretty bad. Um, okay, so let's say, so you want to, it, it's, it, is a, it is an injectable Liquid, the uh, you just want to like, yeah, because it's it's an auto injector, so it's like it has to be refillable somehow. So I kind of picture it almost like how like like a know, cartridge those printers are, where I've just got like a yeah, you know, like I eject it into the port and it just sits in a reservoir. So it's like I've got this reservoir of this stuff, but I want to get it out of this thing into a way I could stick it to the back of this guy's neck. At what's yeah, medic seems like the the most logical skill. Okay. Um, I think this would be a very difficult check, though. So Why can't 12? you just use the auto injector to do it, to administer it to him? Because it's in me. It's 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 oh, an it's in you. Oh, it's it's like a, in my body. That, uh, yeah, I thought it was like an air hypo or something. Okay. <laughs> sort of, but like you know, but it's next in to you. my liver. All right, that that clears that up. Um, please continue. <laughs> yeah. So let's say it's a very difficult medic check. Okay. You could go, yes. you could ask Marley for help. I could, but then Marley would know the, what we did, which unless means, you tell him it's something else. He doesn't have to know what your what the liquid is, what the drug is. You know, Marley, that's true. I'd say let's just pull up Marley's character sheet that I built for him because Marley's Marley, I believe, is medic three. Marley is medic three. Oh, oh yeah, oh. yeah, he's um, good. So he's quite good. So you that's up. To, you could risk it. You could try to lie about what it is you could say it's like antibiotics for the the injured leg or something okay um or just not risk it or just not risk it that's my problem is I I don't want to risk it because yeah. I don't want to like go through all this and then be all like now give me the syringe that he just drew from your body even though I don't know what it does like <laughs> 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 All right. So you're looking for a 12 or better. Oh, God. Well, I might have that's to use tough. luck for this. Um, hey, you do have luck available. Oh, that's true. Okay. Eight plus three. So 11. I would like to use one point of luck. There you go. Okay. Yay! Yeah. Yeah. All right. 
ah, why didn't I do this years ago? It's like, so, uh, Plurin is going to stay behind and she, Plurin, uh, by the way, uh, isn't speaking to you, Arthur. She is quite angry at the situation and is uh, giving you the cold tail, cold shoulder. Cold haunches. Cold haunches. I I brought her a vulture monster I killed with my spear. She looks down at it and just just walks away. Uh, It's still still raw. (laughs) So she'll tell you, Willadine, that she's going to stay behind and do an inventory of anything that can be salvaged from the warbler. Um, And she'll do that in consultation with with Captain Finrazi to see if there's, and and Danny to see if, you know, any of the physical damage the ship took, their ship took, could be repaired with any parts from avionics, electronics, whatever they need. Uh, Trey uh, is going to, I need to, we have, we have a harvest to bring in. What are you, what are you all going up on a, a crazy adventure? We still have to feed ourselves before the storm season hits. And so she's going to kind of pretend none of this is happening and just continue to bring in the harvest by herself. Um, you know, we wouldn't have made it this long without her. I, let's just, let's just sure. admit it. hundred no, percent. Yeah. <laughs> um, Trey is the straw that stirs the drink. <laughs> Don't I hate Trey for some reason? We had like you, a little. No, like we. A little, no, you were besties, uh, but then oh. you had a falling out. Yeah, you had a falling yeah. out. You had a falling out. Yeah, they did. Yeah, yeah. They falling out as life yeah. events. They like yeah, became they really close, oh, and then oh, they had a fight. Oh, that's right. That's right. They became besties, BFFs, and, then, and then the role right. happened, and the role is the role, and that was it. That's the right. role is I the role. Standard. <laughs> <laughs> So or maybe she stuck could, yeah, up. All that organizational mind she got going on got too, yeah. got to be too much for you. Yeah. Um, Pretty okay. So Avir doesn't have like an exact fix. Like he doesn't have a map of the planet. However, he can he can basically like guide you by the strength of the signal towards the ship. Um, so the you know the journey is going to take you southeast. So or sorry, southwest. So when you went to the Kate was kind of southeast of your the waterfall and your settlement, the 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 rear section of the Jodani ship is to the southwest. You'd have to go down the waterfall and head out to the west. Still going through the forest. Um, give me a everybody. Give me a luck roll. Let's just see luck? what you know about yeah luck. Just see like what in the past eight years if you've ventured out this direction. Okay, it's not as good as it used to be. Nine. <laughs> oh, seven. Oh, no. Uh, oh, eight. Okay. So Four. none of you have gone this way. Uh, mm-hmm. You have... You, uh, in your explorations, you know, noticed that this was a particularly treacherous area. The, riv- the river, There's a you know, that there's some sort of body of water, probably a river, that you'd have to cross. And also you just have surmise that this would be a particularly treacherous area because of the wildlife. Oh, right. Okay, well, I... Pug is... He's getting all of his stuff. Like, he's getting kitted out for this. He's got his vac suit. He's got... He picks up his shotgun, and he gets his machine gun. All right. Um, Yeah, so you know it will be very dangerous, so that's probably a good idea. The other thing, however, you're going to have to contend with is the weather. So the storm season has begun. You already it's, it rained when you're, you rained last night at the Kate. Uh, 
you know, your experience of the past eight storm seasons is that once you're in, the sky could open up at any moment, and then you're at the mercy of the elements. And these aren't just aren't just storms; they're elect- they're thunderstorms and electrical storms. They're quite dangerous, especially if you're out in the open. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, what's your plan? Do you want to set out right now? Do you want to rest and set out first light? What time of day is it? Yeah, uh, it must be late, right? At this point, I'd say it's like mid afternoon. Okay. Uh, we, want to set up we should wait tomorrow. till first light then. Yeah, we should wait yeah. till first light. Yeah. Avir yeah, is... so after Uber, I'll do this whole types at the bathroom. We're like, just, just a minute. Just, just a minute. <laughs> 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 Sitting in the stall trying to get the stuff out of him. Oh my God. <laughs> Are you still using the bathrooms on the warbler? <laughs> using the head yeah. on the warbler? Is he sick or something? What's wrong? It's all <laughs> It really is just a hole that just leads to the ground, but you know it, it's yeah. But it, it's a comforting ritual. It's a comforting <laughs> chair. I like that you've like for the comfort of the ritual you've drilled into the warbler so you can just make like an extended porta potty. Yeah, <laughs> just it just goes into our like soil enrichment into the compost. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, like you know, gross. But oh, cool, gross. All right, so you're all going to... Evir is very uncomfortable with waiting, by the way. He tries to convince you all to leave immediately. Really? Evir, you don't know this land. It's not uh, safe to travel at night. My lady, her life could be in danger. I must get to her as soon as possible. It is my responsibility, my duty, and I must go. And if you go now... If you go now, it, it, you'll probably get eaten by one of the worms! He yells from the bathroom. <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Don't know what he's doing in there. I think it's the pinworm. It's going around. They're all getting it. Does your Varga friend have a drug problem? Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> you know what? No. I thought about it. Yeah. yeah. No. Do what? we have any drugs? Do we have Why are you any? holding? <laughs> <laughs> That <laughs> could be nice if we had some. Um, all right. So what's, we'll hand wave. You bed down for the night, and the next morning you're all going to set out. Um, as you go, uh, Arthur Plurn is kind of, uh, you can see her working on the, like, she's got her, uh, her the upper half of her body is, is kind of dug into the ship. She's kind of pulled back a panel and is just, like, digging around in the electronics to, like, kind of see what's what. And she looks up as you pass and just kind of gives you a, a blank stare. I, uh, I actually would like to ask her uh, if she has any experience with Sodani power plants. No. Nothing. No. If, can't, be that, can't be that strange, can it? So if you were ever going to just casually ask and uh, put a uh, a failsafe you know, on a, on, a, on a power plant and jump drive, how would you, like, where would you put that? The dead man switch she seems to be carrying? No, if I wanted to make my own. No what? reason. Wait, sorry, I didn't hear what you say. <laughs> if, I wanted to, like, if I wanted to make one of those. Oh, um. I suppose I, it would just be a simple matter of. Uh, reading a heartbeat and then finding some sort of signal that could send it back to the the ship and uh, overclock the power plant or the jump drive to run it to explode. And So between sensors and... Uh, okay. 
Just curious. Don't yeah, think about to, it. There have to be a signal, so yeah, you, if you could disable the sensor, probably this, any part of the, and if you could di- disable the electronics, you surely would disable, however, disabling the electronics might be enough to trigger the dead man switch. Good point. Okay. She, uh, That's it. I'm only speaking to you because this is important for our, our rescue. I Make no mistake, I'm not speaking to you. <laughs> Understood. Did you like the vulture thing? Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> it's clear, you, and you look, you look behind her, it's clearly been like eagerly devoured. Yeah. The, the stress okay. of the situation, she was like, went to town, the vulture. Yeah, yeah, stress eating's a thing. I get it. Just, just, I hate him for bringing me this delicious thing. <laughs> um, okay, so uh, you all head out through the Southern Pass. You, the four, the four of you, Avir and Bert from the Kate, uh, and you go down the path that Willadine had discovered, switching back in your way down the mountains. Navir is like following you. He says, "You've all made this place your home, and yet you know so little about it. You ventured so you've not ventured very far at all. How can this be?" Well, um, to be honest with you, I actually was put in charge of food pretty early and foraging because of my knowledge of um, topography and traveling my youth, and I. That's actually why I ended up having a falling falling out with uh, one of our one of my fellow crewmates. But that's another story for another time. Oh, I know it already. We, sorry. Um, if you don't mind me saying, both of you have behaved very poorly. I do apologize. It was I. I didn't know that that plant would be poisonous. I didn't know that she would eat it. <laughs> one thing. That was problematic, as I did happen upon a species of alien plant life in the forest here that chased me out of the forest, and I did pull a muscle, and that's why I have a scar on my face, because I fell upon a rock. That's my story. And (laughs) your WAP friend doesn't know any of this? No, she does. She was poisoned. By you. plant that I found, <laughs> yes, in the forest. And I thought the plant was a plant, but unfortunately it was a sentient species that also chased me out of the forest. <laughs> Dr. Tenor. Dr. Tenor. <laughs> all the time. It was a hand tower. Seems what? like this is a bit of a pattern with you. It is? I don't yes. see. I don't know what you're talking about, a pattern. I have no idea what you're talking about. Did you not abduct a chirper while you were on your station? How do you know this? He you're reading his... my mind. I am not reading it currently. I'm going to I'm find pretty... a wet blanket to put over my brain so you can't read anything I'm thinking about <laughs> you at the moment. It's definitely I'm pretty works. sure this is like... <laughs> Almost like, uh, uh, you know, like school flashbacks of like, oh, God, he reads our bodies. Like, I know all this about you. Like, the for Arthur's like, oh, God, not this again. This is like high school. Oh, yeah. All oh. over again. Like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the bullying in a psychic academy must be so brutal. Brutal. I can't even brutal. imagine. You would know, like, what everyone's, like, deepest insecurities were. And, yeah. like, you could just exploit it. 
But they oh can exploit boy. you back, so maybe it's a mutually assured destruction kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, maybe yeah. it's like you both have your hands on the. But you're, both, but you're both teenagers, so you don't really have control. Like, you don't have full control right. of your emotions, so we might, you know. Wow. Yeah. That's it. Matthew, you should write a play right. about that. <laughs> yeah. Matthew, you should write a play about that. Let me write that one down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Bert, uh, Bert comes up to you, Swan, as you're walking along. Avira walks ahead, and he's like, don't listen to a word he says. Nothing that comes out of a Jotani's mouth can possibly be trusted. Really? I mean, I mean, look, I know a little bit about um, Zidani. I know that they just have this distaste for pretty much everyone. So I, I mean, right now, I, everything about me says don't trust him. But uh, he's our only hope to get off this dastardly planet. Even though I don't mind my crewmates, I think it's time for us to get off, get off of get off of here and get home, which is what we wanted to do from the beginning. However. Why particularly are you pointing this out to me? Is there something you want to tell me that you're not? I just saw him being very very rude to you, so I just thought I'd give you a bit of encouragement. Don't worry about it. This is their way. I'm keeping my eye on him. Trust me. So am I. Who is... Okay, so who is my lady? Is this an actual being, or is it the name of a ship? Uh, no, it's the noble that he's... Uh, Working for, he's a he's an attend okay. he's an, an an attendant for noble. She's the captain of the she's the captain of their vessel, and he is the pilot. Is she Which, conscious? Also do we know says she's- if she's alive, his heartbeat big. Like you don't give that to like your subordinate. Hmm. I don't. There's something. It's up his dead man switch. Hmm. Maybe they both have them. Well, that's Maybe. weird to put every that on every one of the crew. <laughs> yeah. Someone has a heart attack, the whole ship explodes. <laughs> um, all right, and so you you get to uh, you basically get a day journey out. You're in the, the at the outskirts of the forest now. Uh, you know that this whole trip is probably going to take you a few days to get as far as he's going. You don't know what the train is going to be, but based on the general distance, you know it's going to okay. be you know. It's going to be a long way. Uh, and so you make camp for the night. Okay. Uh, and we'll find out what happens after a word, after these messages. <laughs> and we're back. So the next morning you wake up uh, and sun rises. You set out and you spend most of the day hiking through the forest, heading southeast. Uh, Avir kind of following the signal on his personal computer, just kind of guiding you in the general direction, the rest of you guiding him through the terrain. Um, you, and about midday, you reach a wide river. Uh, it's not particularly, not like, not a particularly high rapid area. Uh, intense rapid, not, not particularly intense rapids, uh, but you will need to cross the river somehow. So, how are you going to do that? Um... I do have these tarps, and I would think that Swan would bring one with her. They're, like, called match tarps, and I bought ten of them with my money before we left. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe she brought a couple with I mean, they're pretty big, and they're camouflage, like, like they camouflage your environment. But the problem is you can only, once you use once, I think it's garbage or something like that. Oh, like, you can only use the camouflage ability once. Or then something, it, then it's garbage or something like that. Yeah, so I think she would have brought one with her because she 
bought a bunch way back when. So it's useful a, for camping. Tarp, or, yeah. um, is this Ooh. river wide enough to throw something across? I mean, it's it's like a good, you know, 50 like meters Mississippi wide. Mississippi or... Okay, yeah. Um, so I have my climbing kit. I could throw... I could swing. Well, if, we could, could, if we could just hurl, like, a rope to yeah. the other side to get it grappled onto something, the first person could try to... Was there, like, a tree or anything? Like, if we were to, like like hook it somewhere and get like a running start or something like like the road runner and run I, mean, I don't think it's gonna work captain <laughs> <laughs> so this is like 50 meters about 160 feet fuck it's pretty wide uh so is is swimming a separate skill or does that fall under athletics i think it falls under athletics well i could just um, swim oh. i could swim do we have enough rope i could swim across and just anchor it yeah, I'd say the, 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 the major the major challenge for you Hug is your equipment is probably gonna be quite heavy, but if you oh, yeah. leave it, you could leave it behind, swim across, and then find a way to you know tra- like drag it across in some sort of raft. You make a raft. Yeah, can we make a raft somehow? I guess. Yeah. I mean, we don't know what's in that water. Yeah, that's the other thing. Want to uh, test? Bag it? it up in a tarp. Yeah, are there... something we could do with. <laughs> How big are the trees around here? Could we do the old drop a tree and walk across the trunk gag? That's a good they idea. They're n- not 50 meters tall. I oh, you can run You could, you know, cut, cut some down, but it won't get you all the way across. Well, I mean, yeah. probably not um, as good to, like, be standing in the middle of the river. You could, you could do the um, old, like, log running. We could. How yeah. deep is it? Let's test the Might depth. Might I say otherwise? I'm going to take a rock, heavy rock, tie a rope around it, and I'm going to kind of, like, Drop, drop it, and see how deep this river goes. Three fathoms deep. Uh, no, if you get so if you get it out as far as you can feet. throw, yeah, three. That would be eighteen feet. Uh, no, you you think you think it's probably about oh, you know, you can't get it all the way out into the middle. I don't think you you can't be able to hurl it eighty feet. Yeah. Um, but you know, a good twenty feet out, it's probably about ten feet deep. Okay, oh. that's not that bad. You see the Mark Twain. Yeah. <laughs> the Mark Twain. I pull the rock back. I pull my rope back. I'm going to volunteer to swim across and carry a rope with me. I'll strip down to my armadillo nudity and swim across. Ah! (laughs) Can we put a rope around your waist just in case? Sure. (laughs) And give me one of those tarps if you would. Okay. For modesty's sake. Just wear it like a cape. Yeah. For yeah. modesty's sake, and then you tie it around your neck like a cape. <laughs> yeah. We're like survivalists here, right? We should know what we're the, the doing. Current. Yeah, we've all, we've probably seen each other naked like hundreds of times at this yeah. point. Yeah. Well, there was um, that that one month a couple years back where none of us wore clothes for some reason, and then we never spoke about that. That was just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <it> <laughs> no, we never speak about it again. Um, so, <laughs> I'm seeing in the skills for athletics, long distance swimming is endurance, but oh. I think you can probably make a case for strength if you want to do athletic strength I don't know what athletics you have Skid I, I do have strength so yeah I was going to make a case for just like powering across this relatively short distance and battling the current in the, in the, in the meanwhile alright so I will use athletic strength but then I want you to use your dex skill your dex uh, characteristic to kind of like balance it out and stay afloat and- okay alright All right, we'll try Oh, that's a seven. 
Okay. So you you get across, but you, you, it's not particularly fast. Like you just, you're you're like working against the current, and you're trying to stay afloat while also powering through. And it takes you a good while to get across. Okay. Um, but you do get you do get to the other side. Okay. So what's your yeah, plan? So you're to all just of, seeing this mound oh. just sort of like floating across the river. Little tiny uh, armadillo feet kicking behind, <laughs> kicking fruitlessly against the current. It's like, oh, oh, and I shake the water off, and I give a thumbs up, go and tie the rope to one of the uh, larger trees that looks like it's okay. solidly in the ground there. Nice. So is your, is your plan for you all to kind of swim across using the rope, pull yourselves across using the rope? Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. I think, what but if we tie, can... tie the rope off on this side too, so we just kind of like... yeah. Pull ourselves Perfect. across. It'll also help us attach our gear to it, so we right can we could like slide gear across. Oh, okay, can cool. pull. Take my gun. Yeah. Okay, super cool moment. I take my yeah. gun, I put it over the top of the rope, and I just kick my feet, and my gun slides along the rope, and I don't even have to get anything wet. Well, you awesome. could also tie the you could also tie the uh, tie the rope on this side up pretty high and make yourself a zipline. True. Well, I think that's kind of what I was going for. It was like keep <laughs> oh us out gosh. of the water a little bit. Gary, I feel like you're just here to use the zipline. <laughs> he, he's too... He's too... He yanks on it. He's too rough with it. He yanks on it. Can, can, um, can we get it up high? Yeah, can we make a zipline? Yeah, well, why don't you use your... Uh, give me a, uh, an, uh, your, a climbing roll, uh, Willoughby, and see if you can tie it up high enough on a tree to make yourselves a, an ursatz zipline. Uh, like, oh, the whole time gonna... Pug is swimming, I'm building a tower. <laughs> yeah. cool, don't wait. <laughs> Building a blind. Eleven. All right, you are able to tie it up high enough that yeah, it's not quite a zip line, but if you you could like climb the rope and never get wet if you wanted to. She says to uh, she says to Bertram, "Watch this." And she like slides, you know, like two feet, and then her feet hit the ground. She like runs a little bit and then hits the water <laughs> awkwardly, <laughs> and then kind of just starts like wading through the water. She goes, "Pretty cool." kind of fun alright I'm gonna need an athletics check from each of you to cross really oh really are you sure yep dex strength no one can help anyone uh it's, it'll be oh, dex <laughs> I mean actually no it would be it would be strength wouldn't it cause you'd have to you'd have to use upper body strength to kind of yeah yeah. and then uh, somebody is gonna have to slide uh pug's gear across the river too I can do well, that I cause you, I rolled you could just really loop well. they have they're all straps straps oh, so they could just loop the strap through the rope and just like slide it down Sli- and zip line all your equipment to you yeah zip line a machine gun yeah that's right <laughs> amazing <laughs> well, that's good. we all land in the water anyway <laughs> yeah. Uh, oh, yeah nine nine great 13 13 you you actually don't even hit the ground you zip line with these Woo! Oh. The way. looks so fun uh how'd you do swan Okay, so here's the problem. I don't have athletics, and I don't have strength. Like, I'm a negative one strength, and I don't have athletics at all, nothing, and I rolled a six. Do you have jack of all trades? Oh, yeah, I do. I have one in jack. All right, so, and you have no athletics, so this is going to be... I have luck. Uh, you could use luck, but let's see what you would roll. It's an average check, uh, and you, so if you roll a six, you're taking a minus two for the skill, so it's a four... And you do a minus one strength, that's a three. Oh, boy. So that is actually... Oh, that's still a failure. That is not an exceptional failure. So, as, we're, as we're watching, it falls like, 
Should have made a harness. Should have made a harness. All right, She's so Swan, author, not a- you 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 try to zip line, you try to like climb the rope, but then you uh, you lose your grip and fall into the river about halfway through. Oh, no. She has like thermoses of turnip soup on her person for the travels, and I think she tried to get across with all those heavy thermoses. Why was she carrying all that soup? I told her to leave that <laughs> soup on the ship. I'm watching it plop, soup. plop into the water. Why did she? Put, that's like eight thermoses of soup. I just Willadine cannot believe that she grabbed so much soup. I'm going to jump into the river and try to rescue her. All right, give me an athletics check to swim to her, and then I'll need a separate one to 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 lifeguard her. Arthur starts, and then Pug goes, yeah, it's better he goes, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Ten. I got a ten. Okay, you're able to get to her with ease, and then let's let's roll again for your your lifeguard lifeguard swimming. I think this should be strength. Okay. Oh... Uh, seven. It has... No, All right, uh, eight, mar- eight. Eight. Okay, great. Yeah. You're fine. Okay. All right, so oh, you, really? Yeah, so Pug jumps in and swims you the rest of the way across. I got you. I got Thank you. you. I didn't know you were so buoyant. Oh, yeah. You know, it's the shell. <laughs> She's like sitting on your back like this and floating across. <laughs> yeah, I was <laughs> riding across like, yeah. It's the Relax. shell. We'll be there soon. Chill out up there. Get some sun. She's wringing out right. her clothes. Uh, Arthur, give me an athletics roll to zipline. Or did you do that already? Oh, I got a nine. Oh, great. You're good. Okay. Uh, Avir will roll. Uh, fail it. Fail it. He, fail it. Fall. He does fail it, actually. Oh, my so, God. Okay. Do you say he falls? I'm going to jump also- Yeah, because if he, if he dies... First. Yeah, if he, he dies. If he dies, the thing blows up. So, yeah, I'm going to jump so in we, again. So we think. Um, however, he's able to swim. He actually has pretty good athletics oh, deck. So if you, okay. you get to him and he's like, ah, I'm fine, I'm fine. Okay. okay. He swims okay. the rest of the way. Uh, and let's roll for Bert. Uh, and Bert makes it. Uh, you can tell uh, Avir is pissed that he fell into the water, too. Um, oh, it's like, yeah. it's like a cat when they embarrass themselves. Yeah. They get so mad. It's licking, <laughs> yeah. licking his... Legs, and he's a psychic cat, so he he hears us all laughing at him in our yep. heads. Oh, oh. hears all the things you're not saying. And yeah. after I looked so cool on that zip line, and he just yeah. beefed it. He beefed yeah. it so bad. That guy looks so stupid when he yeah. did that. You he shouldn't say anything. Stuff. He looks, <laughs> yeah, that's what he. That's what he looked like. I looked cool, and he looked like an idiot. Like anymore with the shaved head, like um, he's wearing his stupid armor and he falls in the water. Yeah, he was wearing his armor. Yeah, it's very oh, light, but it jerk. is still armor. Um, all right, but because of the time it took Pug to swim across, plus of all the people falling in, and the, it's now you're, it's the end. It's night is about to fall, um, so you make camp. Um, let me get a a luck roll from all of you. Oh. Hey, we got we got leeches in there, didn't we? Oh no! Oh so you're, wow! You're looking for oh, an, you're looking for an eight eight or eight plus. Uh, I got oh. a nine. So it's just a straight luck roll. Nine. I got it. I would I would have made it, but I used luck earlier. Oh, oh. No. okay. Seven. Three. All right. You may camp in the forest, but then the sky opens up in the middle of the night. Fuck. And it's not. It doesn't. The lightning doesn't really. It's not, the lightning. It doesn't really bother you. It seems like the center of the storm is elsewhere. Um, but you ne- nobody gets a good night of sleep, so you're all going to take a dice modifier minus one on uh, all your checks for today. Oh, no. no! What a horrible night. 
Uh, That's a, does anyone know, like, because you're not supposed to get be under a tree like in a lightning storm, but what if you're in a forest? What are you supposed to do? Cover. Get out of you the forest. You don't want to be the... Then you don't want to be on the open ground because then you're the yeah. tallest thing around. Yeah. 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 I would say just, just lay it. Still be under the tallest flat, tree. Flat the as tallest. you can. <laughs> find a medium height tree. Find a medium. <laughs> I mean, lightning uh, is going to find the highest Bury point yourself first. in right. dirt. Yeah. Arthur will yeah. at least some point casually mention as I. Like so, the trick is think about the most disgusting, horrible things you can think of all the time. Because when he peeks in, oh yeah, yeah. Oh. Actually, oh. think of the worst diarrhea you've ever had. Just, <laughs> just think. Of it. Just relive that in your mind, and he'll stop visiting. <laughs> Uh, do you tell us? Do you actually tell us that? <laughs> yeah, it's how, it's how we made it through the academy. That's really funny. <laughs> <laughs> Makes note for eventual this is story all stuff about for the play. This is stuff for Matthew's play. This is great. Oh my god, she Willadine thinks of um, these like books on on uh, holotape that she used to have that she like misses dearly, and she wished she had brought to the rust bucket. Um, and they're like, it's basically like sci-fi adventures. Like it's a captain, it's a saga. There's like six books and it's a captain who gets lost in like a wormhole only to discover like this long lost place. And it's almost like a Western sci-fi and she's obsessed with it, but she doesn't read well. So she had it on holotape and she would listen to it. So she's imagining what the seventh book would be if she were to be writing it right now oh. in her mind. So cool. her mind is just like, Captain, we shouldn't go that way. What if we get lost in another wormhole? It's really bad. Like, she, she's not <laughs> a good writer. Shitty, it's shitty soapy. Book. Is it soapy? It's really like, shitty. And then the captain's like... Awful yeah. fiction. Yes, yeah, the captain horrible. is like, turns That's out awful. that was my twin brother the whole time. And it's bad. It's like a soap opera. So that is running through her head That's and she gets way. no sleep at all. Because she's like... That's a great idea. What if it was? Uh, what if it was his brother? Oh my god! And she she's obsessed. Yeah, yeah. Horrible yeah. earworm songs. Oh, yeah. see yeah. that that was what I was gonna do. I'm gonna do the ghost <laughs> thing, where just the whole night I'm just as long as I'm awake I'm doing the the old Terran song. It says, oh, "I'm Henry the Eighth. I am Henry the Eighth. I am. I am. I got married to the widow next door." I just do it over and over and over again. Amazing. It's like a ghost. Amazing. All right. Uh, well, what those anti uh, those uh, anti psionic tactics? <laughs> <Yeah>. in place. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> Bad fiction, diarrhea, and ancient Terran harmony. Or ancient Little psychic ancient security melodies. system. It's, yeah. Um, you set out again, make your way through the forest. Uh, everybody, with you about halfway through the day. Everyone, give me a recon roll. Ooh, I like doing these. Recon. Recon. Twelve for Pug. Okay. Nine for Swan. Nine. Eight. Eight. What would, what would we add to recon? You tell me. Could I add my dex? Survival, maybe. No. Mm, probably would be a mental characteristic. Yeah, okay. Then it's mm. just an eight. It's fine. I thought maybe um, she would just have really fast reactions. Like she's like, you know, she hears a twig snap and she's like looking around and it's fine. I guess if it's it using sound or smell, I got a 12. Okay. Ooh, cool. All right, so Arthur and... Actually, no, not Arthur, because it's not sound or smell. So, uh, Pug, 
As you're walking along, you start to notice that they're surprisingly difficult to spot. Pieces of what look like metal, kind of in buried in the ground. And then as you make your way forward, you even see some like kind of tangled in the moss and ivy. Even like kind of roots from some of the trees are kind of snarled around them. Wait. Like they've grown like been here for a while. Been here for a while. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's like, hold up. Hold up a second here. And I'm going to go take a closer look. What the hell this is. You can give me an education or intellect check. Four. I mean, it's metal. You could show them somebody. You could point them out yeah. to somebody else. Hey, anyone know what the hell this is? This shouldn't be here, right? Uh, yeah, I'd like to look at that. Uh, and see if we can figure out like, how 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 fast do these trees grow? Yeah, like mm. yeah, sort of like how long has this been here? Oh, yeah. Is this starship? Is this like yeah? So I'd like to yeah. Give me a. What do you want to roll? Intellect, education, science. Um, man, none of my sciences would work here. Uh, so I'll just do an education. Good. I mean, they look like debris from a starship, but it's quite old. But it's been here for. See, this huh. is what I'm thinking. It's like the island and lost. Yep. Where it's People to, it attracts coming to it. Yeah, like we're Can saying, I... like a, a Bermuda Triangle or something. Could I roll like um? I want to know if it's like marine. I want to know if I recognize like the pieces at all. What would I roll for that? Could I roll? Tactics, naval, or could I roll... I'll let you roll naval tactics, yeah, if you want to see if it's, like, part of a... If you recognize them as part of a Navy ship or something. Okay. I also have my pilot spacecraft, if I would, like, you know, my knowledge of spacecraft, but, okay. I'll do naval tactics. Okay. Eight. Nine? Do I get a little bit more? You don't... They don't seem... Oh. They don't... They'll say it's, like, they're, they've been here for a long while. They've been, you know, corroded, but they don't seem to have the kind of standard... You know, gunmetal gray paint job that a navy ship would have. Okay. Isn't Swan, Swan? Aren't you a planetologist or something? Yeah, I mean, of like xenobiology. Some kind of, um, oh, xenobiology. Are you a genius? I am a genius, actually. I'm quite smart. Yes. I mean, <laughs> I don't know if that's a spec on the paper. <laughs> like, I'm a genius. I'm quite smart. Wait, do I have to roll for that? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I, I've survival. I'm looking at I've spacecraft one. You, if language. you want to roll survival to see, like, understand how maybe get a general estimate of how long it's been here, maybe to get us. Oh, it's been. Oh yeah, because that'll tell us whether or not this this is part of the ship or it's something else. Got it. Yeah. The heck, eight, nine. Wait, <laughs> woman, imagination. Okay, eleven. Oh. Oh. Okay. Oh. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's not like you're doing any kind of testing, but like you would guess from the way it's these things have been snarled into roots. And as you go on, actually, now that you know what you're looking for, you see them kind of like embedded in tree trunks and it's, it's debris. It looks like debris. And you would guess, okay. you know, at least 50 years. Wow. Oh, so Whoa. Well, we know where the cans probably casually. came from. Yeah. Uh, can we do a quick check of the area just to see if there's anything like notable? 
salvage besides just like perfectly scraps. working power plant so we could be like we don't need you stupid Zodani <laughs> yeah. that'd be great <laughs> that would solve all our problems uh, yeah, give me, like in package yeah. give me a recon check Ooh, uh, 12. Okay, um, mm. well, let's say you, you don't, like, it's just, right now it's just kind of shards of hull is what you're seeing. But if you, you can, they're kind of leading you in a direction. You start to notice a pattern with that, with a 12. All right, this is like, I think there's like a de- debris trail. I think we go this way. And I'm going to start oh. walking along. Oh, yeah. Where, where, yeah, where let's follow it. Okay, yeah, and so, yeah, 14. as you walk along. Oh, wow, yeah, yeah. Ooh, yeah. yeah. It's as if the trail lit up. As, as, as if it were a yellow brick road leading you to the source of this debris. Um, and it's like, it's almost like the forest kind of has grown around and through and, it, and it's, it's definitely, it's been there for like at least 50 years as Swan pointed out. Um, and you follow the trail. It's going to take you a little bit off course from the Jordani ship and Avir is like, where are we going? Where, what, what is this? What, why are we going this way? There's like a 30% chance we're going to fight an old shipwreck with Orson Welles with a big beard. Uh, like, oh, living here long, 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 50 years. So, like. <laughs> Man, I'd love to find Orson Welles. <laughs> that would be quite a twist in his story. Um, well, you kind of, you kind of shush a veer and you do eventually come to the source of the debris because you kind of come, you come to a clearing and. Well, it once was, might have been a clearing or became a clearing because a, the ruins of an enormous ship are embedded in the forest floor in front of you. Whoa. It was probably what you see anyway. It was a large, chunky, saucer-like vessel. Um, oh, aliens! What? <laughs> <laughs> All right, now that we see it, though, do we, no. do we recognize anything? I mean, go ahead, you, I mean, go ahead and roll, roll. You want to roll... Roll education. That's probably the easiest thing. Oh, oh roll but education. S- but I suck at that. Oh, well, well, can I help? Like, I'm, I'm sort of standing next to the captain let's, anyway. Can we like, all roll? Yeah, you can each roll. Go ahead. I got boxcars. Really? Oh. oh. 13. Okay. Whoa. With that, uh, Pug, you recognize this is a... Um, you don't know specifically what it is, but you recognize this as an old, old... Um, like a... Some sort of like... Some sort of like resort ship. Oh, like it's, wow. It's a... It's kind of like a cruise line, or like a star. A, a, a cruise line, Imperial, Imperial. I mean, origin. I mean, not Imperial military, but in from yeah, Imperial space. But like from Imperial just, space, just just like the Fifth Element, man. Yeah, yeah. The forest like kind of reclaimed cruise. some of this wreckage and made it part of itself. Again, trees kind of twist into and through the hull and up to the sky, and moss and lichen are clinging to that. The, the kind of what's left of the like what's not broken away from the hull. Uh, and you, the largest section of it is kind of in front of you, and you get maybe three... It's buried in the ground, uh, and it's basically kind of three-quarters of the circle that is the saucer. Uh, and yeah. the whole thing is maybe kind of 20 meters tall, multiple decks, and there is an opening. Like, it's kind of... It's been cracked open, and you could get on board if you wanted to. Yeah. Yes. Like, this is an old luxury liner. Yeah, I'm going to go over there and, like, try to get in. All right. Yeah, so Arthur is probably just like, some alien vessel no one's ever seen before. There's a luxury lighter. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a carnival cruise. What are you talking are about? Are you so sure carnival about cruise that? Sorry, I got a four. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> we have discovered something never before seen. Oh, there's a water slide right there. Look. <laughs> um, all right. Do you all want to step on board? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. 
So you Oh get, god, you... they've got a working bar, hopefully. <laughs> oh man, if there's liquor on here, that'd be oh, so wow. cool. Um So you step on board and you're gonna be walking kind of sideways here because the ship is it's you know went in into the ground and it's still kind of at a 25, 30 degree angle, which is perfectly walkable. You're just gonna be somewhat off kilter as you're walking along. Um not mechanically off kilter for our Starfinder players, but uh, so you're following the corridor, and you, which kind of curves around the shape of the ship's hull, uh, and you would guess that it's probably laid out in concentric a concentric ring structure, uh, mm-hmm. working around something at the center. Okay. Yeah, keep working. Is this based on? The, I, I remember there is at least one ship. Remembering back to the old like high guard, that is that does have like a front piloting section like shaped like a saucer. Yeah, there, uh, there's one, the subsidized merchant, the subsidized liner has like a big disc and then like a big body yeah, attached I, to yeah. it. I think that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, it is. I, I would. We'll pull up. A, I'll pull up the art, but there it is. Is that the one you're thinking oh, of? Oh, whoa! It's not. That. Oh, it's huge. Wait. Ah, uh, so I want to see if I can see any sign that there is like I'm looking for a single LED that's got power. Like mm-hmm. a single anything running lights. It's like yeah, just any subtle clue. There's so much as a double A battery with a power working on this thing. Oh, um, what do you want to roll? You want to roll recon? You want to try to tap like tap and there's plenty of blank like dark screens around. Like so, these walls are once probably gleaming polished white, right? Like think mm. the Enterprise in Strange New Worlds. Like just like just immaculate. But now it's all. If it's been here for fifty years, probably the only thing would be on would be like any yeah. emergency backup. Like the like the reactors would probably go down to like minimum. But it's like so that's kind of all I'm looking for. Like, give me, I mean, give me, a re, give me a recon check. Unless you want to kind of like try to tap into a terminal or something. Okay, wait, recon. I get a plus three, eight. <laughs> no, nothing really. I mean, you're you get you're. Also, uh, I'll, I'll give you this. Avir gets a using his personal computer gets a faint, very very faint power signature, but nothing oh. that would nothing that nothing that would power anything more than you know, the emergency running lights, and even them they're right. off. Okay. Let's keep like okay. working our way inward. Yeah, I want to do that. Mm. Um, I also okay. picture that that hotel carpet, the the weird pattern. Carpet uh, that hides stains, mm-hmm. all sideways or you know, like tipped up. Like oh, this is confusing. Yeah, like I'm, I'm going to throw up by walking through this because yeah, it's like an optical just, illusion. Uh, Does anyone have electronics? Um, yes, I thought you I, did, Swan. Did you have electronics? I do. I've yeah. computers. Give me, yeah. give me an electronics computers check because basically, like the walls are screens. Like they were, they're now much most of them are cracked or off. But you could check to see, like if you recognize okay. the tech. Elkars. This one runs right over to them. It's an oh, L- nice. You recognize it as an Elkar system. Twelve for once. Okay, nice. yeah, you, re- you recognize this tech, but it's old. It's like 120 years old. Oh, Why wow. is it so decrepit? It's 120 years old. Wow. Um, yeah, so you keep walking forward, you keep winding yeah. around. Yeah, um, yeah. This makes no sense. So eventually you, you're winding around and you eventually hit a corridor that will take you into the inner rings uh so you you go d- go down there what once was a doorway it looks like it's been smashed open you know, either by the crash or something trying you know someone trying to get through or something trying to get through so the door itself lies crumpled 
and cracked along the ring somewhere. But there's mm-hmm. a doorway. Cave troll. <laughs> Drums. Yeah. Drums in the deep. Uh, and so you walk through this more interior circle as another another hallway same thing screens on the walls you might imagine that like you know if you know this was a luxury liner it probably had was just like would have screens of video like beautiful videos or ships events or something probably were on there it was pretty like standard palm trees yeah. just kidding <laughs> uh, and then you come to another door that's been smashed open and you or you know, kind of it's kind of like been bent out into shards and smashed through and you step through that doorway and into a large open area that looks like it takes up the bulk of the center of the saucer. Whereas the rings you were walking around were kind of one of five decks, this runs the whole height of the ship. And this area, nature has fully claimed. There are trees and grasses and other flora and fauna having grown up into it. And all, you know, through the, all these hole breaches that you might, you like, oh, that was once kind of a gash that was cut into the bottom of the ship. Um... Roll recon. Ten. Nine. Ten. Nine. All right, those of you who got the ten, you see kind of it's been grown over and plant life has makes this kind of hard to make out. But you see what looks like enclosures, what would have been enclosures maybe, or paddocks? What would have like long long ago been destroyed, but long since been destroyed. But you can see, uh, yeah. And they on one of them, if you were to go down into the like take the stairs, the ramp down into the area, you would see what look like a, looks like a little bit of like a console on a stand in front of it. So the paddocks, as part of the original design, or something that was added, like, like it was part the of the original design that has since been overgrown and. Uh, wow. All right. Yeah, I would definitely go down and try to get a closer look at those and the console. All right. So the console is off, but it doesn't look damaged. So you, with a check, you might be able to kind of divert personal power, you know, enough to give, get a, maybe get a little bit of a charge on this with an electronics check. Electronics computers. Yeah. Okay. Swan. Yes. Swan. I think you found the Lido deck. <laughs> the Lido deck. <laughs> the Lido deck. <laughs> 13. Okay. okay. Oh, yeah. Nice. So you're able to kind of like, you maybe you pull Avir over and you like plug it, you plug him his armor into the, into the tablet and it yeah. gives it a little bit of a charge enough to run it so long as it's plugged in because the battery is long dead. Uh, and up pops a bright, gaudily colored touchscreen display offering uh, fun factoids on a what is a large spider-like creature known as a curvin. And you can, like, it's interactive, and you can, like, tap and, like, learn, like, facts about, oh, you know, it can grow to be as big as this, or it can, you know, looks, you know... What in the world? It's very colorful and very, like, clearly, you would get get a sense it's designed for children. Okay, so it's, like, in... But it's written in Imperial. It's not like we're on a spider's cruise ship, right? No, no, no. <laughs> okay. That this just must, made it a whole lot more horrifying. <laughs> this must be the kind of creatures that were driving the ship. Willard, you yeah. no idea. I rolled like a six. It's crazy. They have so many legs that you would think that the halls would need to be larger. <laughs> Yeah, is this like a, like a like a zoo? She, yeah, flying zoo. Is it or like something? a zoo? She looks at she looks at Swan. Why are you looking at me? Me? Oh, yeah. Maybe there's fossils uh, is on it, this. 
Is it talking about the spider like the spider you're looking at right now? Well, I know. Pen in front I'm of you? <laughs> this, like, it would have been this, what was an enclosure probably was the Kervin, you know, house. Oh, it is oh. like a zoo. It's a zoo. Yeah, you would guess okay. it would be okay. like this is So oh. it actually is. So Willadine in her stupidness agreed with Pug, but it is true. Yeah, no. Yeah, uh, yeah. You would guess this is a zoo ship. Okay, but also, if it is a zoo, maybe this is how the planet got cayenne on it, got all these different animals. Planet this monsters. Is, that makes so much sense. Yeah. They Death must vultures. have escaped this ship and then, you know, multiplied and survived on their own. Giant spiders. Like Noah's Ark of like, so, uh, uh, Swan, yeah. see if you can see if, if, if the ship had cayenne. See if you can see if it had other types of animals on it. Okay. I see if they have <laughs> Um Yeah, let's say you hack, you have to ha- like hack the tablet, but you could pull up all the displays that would have gone to all the other tablets around the around the whole okay. this huge area. Uh, yeah, there were other species on there. Uh, let's see. You uh, kind of you find displays on Valrocks, uh, a kind of armored rhinoceros-like creature, but with feathers around its uh, head, called a, a Trixiln. Oh, my God. Cayenne, Nelorotten. Uh, what you uh, also, um, what you players, not necessarily your characters, would recognize as like evolved big cats and evolved elephants. Huh. Huh. Yeah, they had all kinds of all kinds of alien uh, alien uh, uh, zoology. Oh and mosquitoes oh, for some like reason. Why did they import mosquitoes? <laughs> yeah, don't mosquitoes. leave them there. And ticks. this is like this is a great. This is like a wonder wonderland. For, it's a toy store for for Swan. Yeah, yeah. as a xenobiologist. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. But what I want to find out, if I can, is I want to find out where this cruise ship from the Imperial was actually going. Like, where were they intended to go when they landed here? Where it came so from. You look up towards this, like, you you see that all of the walls have, um, the ones that haven't been taken over by vines and ivy, um, they all have windows facing into this large central area. Like, and maybe you would guess that this would, you know, these were the staterooms. So, like, you would book a, book a room, and you, your hotel room would overlook the enclosure. It's like Animal so you, Kingdom. It's like Animal Kingdom. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> In space. <laughs> um, and there are also these little perches throughout at various levels so you can kind of be their observation hutches uh, hatches that lead into enclosure areas area, and access for vets and trainers and theaters maybe um, and then if you look straight up kind of like if imagine this is a, an arena where the jumbotron would be there is like a dis, a, a, a large stru- a large structure descending from the top uh, that also has windows that look out onto the area you might, and with a logic, would maybe suggest that this is some sort of control room, or mm. so you could try to get up to that and maybe access the ship's computers, and you could try to find out. It's, yeah, it's yeah. Close. Let's get up to the uh, panopticon. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is cool. kind of like a panopticon. <laughs> yeah. um, and at this point, Swan has taken out her. Um, what's it called? A thermos thermoscope? Did I or did they take it away from us? Do I still have my thermoscope so I can see if there's biomatter anywhere about to happen upon a family of, I don't know, space possums that made a this bit called their home. <laughs> that would definitely be good to know. That's uh, yeah, possum. <laughs> give me a recon. How does it, does it give you a bonus to your is it like, it's like a 60 foot range, right? Yeah. As I recall. Oops. 
Oh, that's nice. I mean, well, look at this beautifulness. How, how does the thermoscope work? Do you get, um, does this give you a bonus to a recon check? Alicia? That was a 12. No, no, how does the thermoscope work? How does what? The thermoscope? How does it work? Oh, okay. Let's see. It is, let's see, it's called the thermoscope. But it's, the reason why I asked if they took it is because it's fitted on my gun, but it can come off as well. Yeah, you can Let have me it. See. Let's see what it says. This is why I have my field guide ready. <laughs> Excellent. Mongoose. Hold on. Okay. It can detect heat in complete darkness, and it can pick out well-camouflaged targets. It can so locate the source. Um, thermal it picks up, like, life forms? Yeah, that's what it is. Like, bio, like, heat. yeah, thermal. Heat. What, that's cool. What's the range on it? It's a scope. It's probably very long. Yeah, it's... Ooh, wait. DM4 to... A DM4 oh, to recon checks to spot oh, concealed targets. So, yeah. Just give me a... What would you roll on your recon? I was 12. Yay. Okay, so you actually get a 16. That's great. Oh, so... You do a, you stand in the center of the stand in the center of the kind of enclosure area and you scan around the scope. You do not see any major creatures in here. You see rodents, like small rodents, some snakes, nothing alarming. Like basically vol like equivalent of space voles, that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, space voles. Space voles. <laughs> voles in space. Um, but nothing nothing alarming. It looks like, you know, the big stuff in here clearly as what you would have gathered from finding the Cayenne and the Valrocks, like they've, over the over the decades, they have Got it. made their way out into the open. And... Alright, it looks like we're alone. So let's make our way up. I want to go upstairs to where that computer equipment is. Okay. Yeah, how, how do we get up there? Well, yeah. you, can, you can go back out into the ring structure and, and kind of find the emergency stairwells, or you can try to climb. Up to you. I'll try to climb. Okay. Oh, see, that was not what I was going to do, but okay. Uh, <laughs> you guys can do whatever you want. I'm going to start climbing. Look, Arthur is so relieved, which is like, no giant spiders are above us. Like, right. ah, All right, uh, Pug, give me a climb check. All right. Uh, that's a nine. All right, you're you. Well, I'll say you're able to easily climb up the like the ivied walls, but then you're like, oh shit, like to get across to the central area you, you're like ah, I can't do it and you you have to go back down okay. jump out like Tom I, Cruise man just yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah. it, was, it was a very difficult check if you'd gotten the 12 you could have like monkey barred uh, your way out 12. across oh, okay it's just like no can't do it and I mm. just sort of slide it's slide little... back down I like the idea just... of the epic music plays. You see him hand over handing, and like looks over, like nah. I just yeah. right <laughs> no, <laughs> Pug, we can yeah. just walk around. We can just yeah. Walk. I guess I yeah. I figured it looks really stairs. Cool. It looked yeah. cool. It looked awesome. Okay. Yeah, pretty Thanks. impressive. <laughs> was the view nice up there? Yeah, yeah. it was great. Yeah. Mm. All, All right. right. You find the emergency <laughs> stairs. You're able to get up to the top deck, oh, and then, uh, yeah, you like their doors have all been long ago smashed off their smashed open or removed or okay. you know cracked. Feather can, Feather Rhino's probably knocked him open to get off this thing. 
Yeah. Mm. Well, that's the interesting thing is that all these these species survive, but no sophons. Like we haven't run in um, that we've seen. Like mm. no other oh. like sentient. Whoever was crewing this ship doesn't appear to have survived. Yeah, I'm pretty well, sure Space oh. Tiger was like, man, what around here has no claws or natural armor or can't run that fast at his terrible night vision? Right. <laughs> well, that's what I was thinking. It's like when it did crash, all these creatures were freed and like the people who were crewing the ship would have been completely screwed. Yeah, I mean, oh, you know, they either... Even if I, they did survive the crash. Yeah. Yeah, I have a strong like, feeling like, that they maybe survived the crash and didn't even get to explore the planet. Yeah, exactly. The cabin in the woods when all the doors open and they just yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> oh my god! All of a sudden, these cages predators. open with yeah things with four heads and fifteen yeah. arms and everywhere. Yeah, oh nightmare. My. Eating, nightmare. eating little tourist children. Yes. <laughs> um. Eating a kindergarten class who is screaming. <laughs> Unless note. they are here, we haven't seen them. They could they could be here somewhere. Are there are there stranded kindergartners here? I mean, I yeah. It's been fifty years, but I'm sure they're still kindergartners. It's been hundred and fifty years. Oh, a hundred and fifty. Well, you get up to the top deck, and you get to you make your way towards the the access the access hallway to get to the control center, and the doors you know again smashed off its hinges. Or it doesn't even have hinges. It's a they're pocket doors, but there's been smashed out of their pockets. Hinges in space. Hinges. Yeah, who has hinges in space? Right. <laughs> um, I turned the doorknob. <laughs> doors got pockets before women clothing. That's all I heard. <laughs> I was just having a conversation about this about like the about how the institutional like the institutional sexism in, the, in in fashion and the removal of pockets. And it's a whole. It was very interesting. So, uh, somebody who understood was telling me. Um, anyway, you get in here. The place has been destroyed. Screens are cracked. It's like, it's a, it looks kind of like a, you all understand the reference, but kind of like a 360 degree operating theater, except the lecture hall rows are facing outwards on each one. One kind of has a computer terminal. So it was like, is it the kind of oh. like a cone structure and they all can look down onto their area of the, uh, the floor below. Right. Uh, but you also, See, this was clearly the ship's bridge. In addition to being the control center from the for the zoo, this was also where they. This is such an interesting design. Yeah. yeah. The ship. This is really cool. Um. So most of the panels and terminals seem smashed, but give me a recon check to see if you can find one that looks like it's salvageable. Oh, yes. uh, Thirteen. Okay, Pug, you're like over here. Oh, all right. <laughs> So you find one in an upper row, and Swan, give me another electronics computers check to see if you can do the same thing. Divert some power into it to get enough juice to read. Mm, Ten. Oh, that is enough. Okay. Okay. So (laughs) you access access the ship's log, um, and this ship was known as the Safari of the Stars. Uh, It was a luxury liner. Basically, you would book passage both to see the animals and also get from place to place so like during your time and jump you could go out and spend a week you know enjoying the, attr- the zoo uh, this is literally a cruise this is like it's a, a cruise. future cruise yeah. huh carnival cruise ship. awesome yeah ship. Uh, <laughs> but the most recent log entry is dated 117 years ago <laughs> oh man the most recent one yes wow what does it say oh god and all the log entries say everything was normal. They were in the, you know, they were like they were in a jump. Systems were operating, per- were, were functioning properly. They didn't have a. They were. This was not a crew. They were not in a. Um, this wasn't a passenger voyage though. So they were on oh. what they refer to as a recovery run. 
which is to say they would jump to some distant system and rescue, air quotes, some animals for the zoo. Uh, um, so they did this with the skeleton crew. Oh. Um, and then they were going to make their way back to... Uh, they just Basically, they dropped off a complement of passengers on New Colchis, which is in the islands. And then they were okay. going to... They were heading out uh, to somewhere in uh, in the the rift. Um, okay, so at least we're in the rift. It's like those next questions, like where were they? Yeah, Just, same area. Though. Yeah, or at least the they were, were in like, the rift, far away. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, okay. And the last okay. entry is just a normal entry. It wasn't. Yeah. All right, so that makes me think that they they died before they were able to like say anything about the crash or about survival or they just stopped updating the ship's log because why Didn't matter. Uh, yeah, so. why bother? yeah that's a good point if this were a video game though they would have said cages have been opened help oh no here yeah. they come and ah, then it crackles out, out. Ah. <laughs> 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 wouldn't bother to type out ah just say <laughs> 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 I was like I was like type out ah <laughs> Is Skin gonna go there? Am I gonna go there? I don't know what's gonna happen. This is terrible. That's sort of a ah. <laughs> what was that? Ah. <laughs> sort of so, ah back of the throat. It's weird. They're so literal in it. Um, huh? Okay. So Swan, you relay that, and then what more is there to do on this ship? I mean, does the lag say where this big ship from hell was going? It was a Noah's Ark with, like, I guess various well, species. And where was it going? Uh, it was going to one of the pla- another planet on the islands. In the oh, islands same crossing. area. Okay, so it yeah. is the same area. Okay, it's going to pick up some more. Right. More. It's, it's uh, also. It's also, we're seeing if there are any parts in the. Uh, yeah. If the, the yeah. engineering deck, if yeah. if if it's at least been kind of closed off from the elements, I mean. It might be dusty, salvageable. Yeah, you know. it's a huge ship. It didn't take that much damage in certain areas, so. Um, yeah. Sure. I will. Yeah, say, I, yeah. yeah, great. Matthew, what? Nothing. I feel like our, our is just probably like. Here. <gasps> I would like to explore this room more. I didn't say anything about exploring. I agree. Maybe uh, Bert will come up and he will say. Believe it or not, one of you had an excellent idea earlier to analyzing and an, analyzing the jump data of our ships to see if it. Hey, it was my idea. I came up with that idea. That's per- Perhaps yeah. we should do that now. I was going to say we should do that oh. now. Uh, I think Swan was actually about uh, Bert. That's that is a great idea, unoriginal. I think Swan was about to do that. Yeah, right, Swan, Swan was really mm-hmm. was on tip. Swan was like in the Swan's middle of talking. doing that. I'm pretty sure Arthur yeah, was, was right just in the saying. Doing it. Arthur was yeah, just saying that she ta- she takes a little delay sometimes for people to jump in. That's just Swan's way. Yeah, that's just Swan's way. <laughs> We're working on Ross Bryant would have loved that joke. I loved it, but I'm still gonna boo you. You booed it. Okay, <laughs> Is that um, how you show love, Matthew? For Proust. Yes. Yeah, we got Okay. <laughs> it's the first ever Proust joke on the network. Can be a wow. I think it probably is. Actually, I don't know. Ross probably made a Proust joke. Actually, probably Ross He probably has it. It probably went over my head. <laughs> I didn't even notice. Um, I don't know. We, I can't remember. It's into my remembrances. Things passed. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> All right. I wish you were. Do, um, do the check. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. So what's to let me have? I'm gonna need an electronics computer check to kind of like hack yeah, your way into the engine data, and then task chain that with an astrogation check. 
Oh. Okay. To understand okay. the data. Okay. okay. I don't have astrogation, but I do have computers. I, you, so yes, I have well, astrogation. Great. Okay. So, Swan, you're only giving me the computers, and then I will take give you the, the bonus or penalty to Arthur. All right. I'm going to use my questions. Have a smart. Eleven. Nice. Okay. You get in, and then Arthur, give me an astrogation check to see if you can understand this data. Can I aid him? Because uh, I have astrogation Intellect too. or oh. education? Either. I would. I mean, ed- education feels more right. I had three this. things. Right. Uh, what's what's my bonus? Plus two. From the test chain? Plus two? Plus two, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Oh, shit. Uh, 14. Oh. Nice. Preston. Oh, baby. You look at this data, and you it's as clear, it's as clear as the nose on... On uh, Avir's face, I don't know why he, you're looking at his nose, but it's, it's very clear this ship also seems to have misjumped. It's punchable. That's why I keep looking at it. <laughs> I can't oh. wait to punch that guy's nose. Wait, is there any information though as to like the the cause yeah. of the misjump? Also, I'd like to see if there were any like readings before any of this happened. Like, say, we everything was going fine, then right before we crashed here, the yeah. yeah, the 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 G wave spiked or something. Yeah. yeah, there was a gamma radiation spike right before. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, give me another astrogation check. Yeah, the more information found out. Take it. I don't get that plus two anymore. Yeah, yeah. take the plus two. I don't, I don't need it. Oh, okay, then I'll take it. Fifteen. Oh, <laughs> oh my god! They <laughs> blow out the water. Smart guy. Jordy LaForge over here. We I'm going to give you like my narrative version of what you're reading in the math, basically. So, you the, like, everything, the jump seemed fine. Like, it, it got that, you got off, they, they created the pocket universe in jump space, everything was good. But there was the readings from within jump space almost seemed deeper in a way. Like there was a sort of depth into the part, the into into the area of jump space they were in. Yeah, depth. Make depth. As if you had access, like penetrated further, the ship had penetrated further into this kind of in between space between you. Know, are we between the, like like deeper into in, the pocket dimension? Are we like in a fucking deep. pocket dimension? I don't. Well, you don't, I mean, when you well, jump, you enter one. But are we in? Yeah. Are we stuck in one? Oh no! Because, like a big mm, jump bubble. Well, like a no, planet. Planet. We could, <laughs> well, no, we could you see could, stars. You would probably rule that out because a, you can see stars, okay. and b, people have been able to enter. Okay, okay. okay. Other people have landed on the planet, including okay. you. So deeper than a pocket dimension. It's like deeper with like a deeper within the pocket dimension. It's, it's like a wormhole into a deeper. I mean, it doesn't really make sense to you. Like it doesn't. Like that's not how you understand jump space. No. Yeah. It's like weird it's like, weird math. It's weird math. Doesn't it doesn't seem logic it doesn't seem to follow basic principles of logic. Um cool. does anyone have I wish there I wish there were like sea, like spacefarer lore or like spacer lore. Well I have seafarer. <laughs> I do, probably like yeah. just education. I have seafare, and I also uh, was in the navy, which are two different uh, things. 
Oh, actually, I, I would say could I, I would say naval guys. They know all yeah. sorts of lore. Yeah. Like, Was it? And maybe like my <laughs> profession salvager. Maybe that would. Okay, yeah, give remember, me profession. Remember the horror story I told? Because my grandfather was like also an explorer, yes. and like he used to tell me all this, you know, these scary stories, and they, they were sort of mm-hmm. like fo- fa- space folklore, I would say. Okay, yeah. And you want to give me a? You have? You want to give me a social check? Uh, okay. <laughs> With no plus, nothing. Okay. Oh, no. You take the bonus from your from your social standing. Nine. <laughs> I got an eight. Yeah, it doesn't make any. You don't. You don't know anything. Can I add my seafare or maybe my streetwise or <laughs> yes. survival? Or- and there was one time we were out. We were out on the waves of the old Atlantic. Can I add my jack of all trades and, and make a it a large 10? fish came upon us? <laughs> and it told me a story. Wait, <laughs> Matthew. Before I use a luck and make it a ten, would that get me anything? I don't know. Oh come on. I'm going to use save my, your receipt. Save your receipt. Yeah, I save my receipt. Spend it. it now and you oh, can return like, it. Hello, I'd like one luck. That's a ten, and I hand that to you. Um. All right. With a ten, you don't remember it. Qu- you don't really remember the story, but you do remember. You remember the, there was talk up. There was like an old, an old legend. What legend did the fish tell us? It's what funny. Uh, so, Willadine, you remember an old, old story. You don't remember. Maybe it was. Maybe it was when your grandfather. Maybe it was my grandpappy. Or maybe maybe you heard it in the navy. Mm. But there was a ship called the Fisher. F i s c f i s c h e r. And the Fisher, it was, it's like, you don't even know if it's real. It might just be one of those old, you know, those old, old spacefarers tales. Uh, according to the tale, the Fisher disappeared. Uh, it just disappeared. No one knew it happened. It was assumed that it was misjumped. Um, but then six years later, the wreck of the ship was discovered on a moon in the corridor sector. And how it got hmm. there, no one knew. The logs were corrupted. But there were survivors that were found parsecs and parsecs away. And they told tale. They told a tale of their jump drive, quote, running wild. And we'll see you next week. <laughs> okay. Cool. This is just as bad as saying there's an old legend. Yeah. <laughs> jump drive's gone wild. Jump, jump drive's gone, gone wild. wild. Jump I have that on wild. DVD somewhere. Yeah, we just have to order the VHS and it'll yeah, hold it's... all the answers. <laughs> no, no, that, you, you need jump, jump drives run wild three. Oh, volume uh, three. Oh, oh, okay. Do we need to watch That's the first two to understand? I, I think you'll get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Glass Cannon Network. For more podcasts and live streams, visit glasscannonnetwork.com. And for exclusive shows and content you can't find anywhere else, subscribe today at jointhenation.com.